Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 169. Less Assassin, more Creed. Well, then tell me, why am I killing people? December 21st, 2014. Thank you for joining us in another episode of our podcast. I am your host, Jeremy, along with... My co-host, Patrick. What it do? It's been so long, he almost forgot my name. Well, actually, what's funny is I, that was almost a perfect introduction, which I don't have very often, and then I messed up right before I said your by, before I said co-host, actually. Of course. Um, so, yes, this is technically our Christmas episode, because we are recording this uh, a few days before Christmas, and it will come out before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mr. Collier. Same to you, Patrick. Same to you. Um, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of Christmas towards the end of the episode. Uh, so Normally I wouldn't give out your last name, but you always give it out yourself. Yeah, that's fine with me. Uh, just just a quick podcast update. We talked about a few episodes ago um, Boobies. That, that we would have the new site ready by January 1st and everything. We lied. And, well, you know, with everything going on, uh, there's, I've had a lot going on and I've had no, no chance to work on it. But, um, yeah, you never really said what. Oh, well, that's I, I was shooting for a January 1st. Well, yeah, that's fine. I was shooting for a January 1st. Um, oh, mother. Just spilled water on me. Go ahead. <laughs> shooting for a January 1st uh, release of the new website, along with some, some other surprises. Um, but it just doesn't look like that's going to happen. So basically, when it's ready is when we'll reveal it. It's not um, It's not going to be... Well you, well, you can still get to it, so... Oh yeah, you can still get to the old website by either by going to kvgtpodcast.com. That's still it, it'll redirect you. Um and as always our Facebook page. But yeah, no, the new website will just not not be up January 1st like originally hoped. But it should be up soon after. I'd give it within the month of January. Hmm. Um cuz I already have a lot done for it. I just need to transfer a few things and um set up widgets and stuff like that. Um Widget digits. Yeah, and I need to find find out. Um, hopefully, I need to find the backups of some of our photos because when we got hit with that um, virus a few months ago, it it wiped out a lot of our photos. So I don't. I know I have originals of them, but um, it kind of sucks because I was just going to pull them off of there. But whatever. Uh, so that's it for podcast news. So let's get right into what we've been playing. Been a very busy two weeks for me. Uh, Work has been crazy. This last week, I wasn't getting home until after nine o'clock every night. One night it was eleven. Uh, it, it was it's the last. It was last week before I have vacation from from work because um, I work at a school, so I have this time off. And I hardly played anything. Um, so last weekend, I played some more World of Warcraft. I did hit level a hundred, so that was kind of cool. And I haven't played since. And then this weekend, because you know, like stress is gone from work and everything, I started playing Middle-Earth Shadows of Mordor, which uh, I picked up on Cyber Monday, and I received it probably a week and a half ago, or, or maybe even longer ago, but yeah, I, I, I was like, I'm going to wait till the break. Um, and, okay, so this game got 9s, 9.5s, and is generally regarded as one of the best games of the year. With that said, I've also heard a lot of people complain, not complain, but talk about the learning curve in this game. Mm-hmm. About how it just kind of for builds, shadows, yeah. 
about how it just kind of uh, throws you in the game and doesn't really give you much of a leg to stand on. Uh-huh. So, uh, and I can see that point. Like, I, I played it for an hour, and I honestly felt more frustrated than I did enjoying the game. However, because I know that that's what people have said, and I know that a lot of people say that, you know, once you get into it, it's a great game, that I'm not going to just stop. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to play it uh, more. Uh, but it, it just... The, the Okay, so... I, I kind of put it like this. It's it's almost like an Assassin's Creed game, but with less um, assassin and more clunky. And more creed. <laughs> and Sorry. more more clunky fighting system. Um, but I think the clunky fighting system is on purpose. You know how in Assassin's Creed it's very fluid because he's an assassin. He's been trained. In yeah. this, he's a soldier, but he's not trained as you know like a stealthy assassin there is a lot of stealth to it and you have a dagger for um for like up close kills and stealth kills you have a sword for one-on-one combat or melee combat i mean and a bow and arrow for range combat uh, and i think you get more after, more later but those are your three three main weapons um and then you have a uh, you can use the force and choke hold somebody hell Which, yeah i'm really not Just, sure how I they mean, had to take from the best franchise ever <laughs> He kind of didn't, or it, it hasn't explained why he has that power yet. Like, it explains how he got it, but not why he has it. So I'm not really sure why, but yeah, it's basically... Well, he's a, it's, it's very obvious. He's a Jedi Knight, and when the temple went down because, you know, Skywalker was becoming Darth Vader, um, Anakin Skywalker, that is, he, you know, decided to go hide, and they all went to different parts of the universe and hide. Well, he went to a whole new franchise and hid, and now he's coming out. <laughs> Yeah, um, watch yeah. watch the final boss be like some Sith Lord. Be like, Wait a minute, what the hell's going on with this game? That'd be hilarious. But yeah, no, literally, he puts his hand up like he's choking someone, like Darth Vader does, and then and then the guy guy like like chokes, grabbing at his throat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it, it's it's a really cool game, and some of the mechanics that I think are going to be really awesome once I get more into it is um, so there's captains, there's like. Well, that's nice to read. What? Someone retweeted some chick. <laughs> says, "I would, I would never have sex with an Arab. They're gross." Wow! Like, wow! And this chick is kind of not very attractive herself. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. <laughs> so um, live updated tweets from yeah. it. I mean, KVGT. <laughs> so, so, so there's a system where um, there's like mini bosses and they're each of them have different levels and stuff and if you kill them you get stronger if they kill you they get stronger well there's also any given creature if if one of like the random orcs kill you then they have a chance at becoming one of those named uh, mini bosses mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool um and then they they're always fighting each other at the same time as you're running around this world so you know like for example um about five minutes into playing all of a sudden it, it had a battle report and it's like Oh, this um, named guy is dead now, and you'll so basically I'll never fight that guy. You're like sweet, fuck yeah, that I know, huh? So it's it's pretty interesting. That system is pretty interesting, um, but also more like or just like Assassin's Creed. So it basically says it, it gives you a map, and you have to go to the top of these towers to unlock that part of the map. Um, and then once you unlock it, it tells you the side quests and the story quests in that area. So basically, just like Assassin's Creed in that way. And the free running is similar, only not as smooth as Assassin's Creed. Um, and the fighting system is 
similar in the sense that you know you pull out a sword and you're doing melee and there's dodging and there's um countering and all that stuff uh and then there's you know like why don't you dodge <laughs> yeah and so basically there's all that that's very similar to Assassin's Creed um so i got to the first story mission the very the, the first story mission you can do and i did it um, which it was a lot of fun and there's like bonus objectives and stuff and I, i'm generally really enjoying the game but it's really hard like i died in my first fight okay and you have it on easy man which i thought was kind of funny oh, whatever just playing uh, I died in my first fight, and then that that oh. monster that killed me all of a sudden got promoted, and now if I... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but they're like, thanks. <laughs> but I think that's how it's supposed to be Rookie because biatch. because when you die, um, well, without giving spoilers, it's the very beginning of the game. But the person who who is like training you, basically talking to you, he tells you a little bit more about himself and about the world. So it's like I think it's kind of on purpose that you're supposed to. Die? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think it's set up to where you're not supposed to win? Well, it's not that you're not supposed to win, but if you die, it gives you a little bit more of the story. So I kind of feel like it's set up that way to where you're. you're yeah, but since you died, you don't know if you get more of the story when you win either. Well, but if I just killed that creature, it would have just gone to the next one. There's no story point to it. Uh-oh. Oh. So I mean, it's like it's 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 open world. So it's like when you die, you just go back to the t- tower, and then the guy talks to you and says something little to you, um, and. <laughs> The other thing is that uh, you start with no moves besides, you know, using your bow to shoot, your your sword to hit, and your dagger to kill. That's it. But by the by the second time that I died, I had learned like five moves already. So it's like you start with nothing, and it's not like leveling up. It's like more like just getting experience points on your uh-huh. – and then all of a sudden, you're, it's like, oh, you unlocked them really quick. So I don't know. It's really weird. It's a really weird system. Um I'm liking the game, even though it's difficult. I'm kind of frustrated with it, but I'm only an hour in, and I'm really looking forward to playing some more. So, how about you, Patrick? What have you awesome. That's uh, this is pretty cool. I thought I'd mention this real quick. Yep. Looks like they have for oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of expensive, but for Xbox One right now, Telltale Games has a. It's called the Telltale Games Collection. It's a bundle of The Walking Dead, the complete first season, The the Walking Dead Season 2, um, The Wolf Among Us, B- The Borderlands Episode 1, and Episodes 2 and 5 will be released. Okay, so you'll get also Episodes 2 and 5, and The Game of, the Game of Thrones, uh-huh. ones they just started, mm-hmm. for $109.99. So you're basically getting $125 worth of games for 110. Yeah, that's not that's pretty good. Yeah, if you're if you're really into Telltale games. Yeah, I was just on uh, on uh, Twitter and I saw that and I was like, oh, well, I thought maybe I shared that real quick. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, you know, um, I was I was very close yesterday. Uh, I almost bought the uh, Game of Thrones episode one. Uh huh. Because. You know, I know Telltale games are pretty good, and none of them have really appealed to me up to this point. But then that one, I'm like, okay, maybe, you know. But I didn't. I ended up playing Shadows of Mordor instead. I'd be like that. It does. Um. Okay, so where was I at? Okay, so this game hasn't been on my list for probably damn near a year. 
pretty much I think since Xbox came out, Xbox One and yeah, the PS4. Probably. I think it was maybe once or twice since then, but yeah. But um, coming back from long, long, long ago, <laughs> Gears of War Judgment. Dun dun. So basically, um, me and Angelo were talking about playing Gears and. My brother kept telling me how, oh, I'm like number 33 ranked in the world. And I was like, <laughs> oh, whatever, I'll come kick your ass. And um, I didn't take a match, which is fine. I was, would you play free-for-all? Mm-hmm. First first, first time uh, back, first game, got eight kills off the bat. Nice. So, which is, I think is pretty good since I haven't played in damn near a year. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, my brother had some people that he knew that were in there. That were uh, that been playing the game, and I was already beating them. Yeah. So then, if you hear a little ruffling, I'm getting an ice pack for my back, so it just have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, but uh, so then, as the, we went on, I mean, I was getting pretty much ranked four or higher. Mm-hmm. So I think I did beat my brother in one game, but I never took the whole took the leader as number one. But I mean, I gotta say, after not playing that game for a year, that my skills of that game came back pretty quick. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, Gears of War used to be on my list every, probably every time since yeah. we played, did this podcast up till last year. I think for a while year. it definitely was every single week, if not, yeah, like most of the podcasts. Um, next comes Connect Two for the 360. And I should add this on here so we just know it's a noted. But uh, I got an, uh, a sad story on this one. Okay. <sighs> um. So we're doing bowling. <laughs> and I, I don't care that my brother beat me. It's fine. Crystal plays that bowling all the time. And she the first game she beat me, that, that's fine. You know, it is what it is. It's not real bowling. And she, her, and, and they're always out there playing that game. It's perfectly fine. My 59-year-old father, who's never used to connect, <laughs> and probably the last time played a video game, was when me and him played Nintendo in the 80s. Yeah. It's probably the last time this man has played a video game. Beat the shit out of me in bowling. With a 141, and I had a 105. Wow. And how does that make you feel, Patrick? Son of a bitch. <laughs> this man has a replaced knee, left knee, or excuse me, a right knee and a replaced right hip. And he beat my ass in bowling. That's funny. That's hilarious. Now, he didn't beat me the first game. I beat him. But then he's like, oh, I think I got the hang of this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, you know, a couple years ago, uh, I think it was Connect Sports 1, I'm not sure. Um, my brother-in-law, uh, Desiree's older brother, had it, and like his his wife hardly ever played. Like It was only the first, like not first time, but like second or third time she had ever played. And mm-hmm. yeah, they all beat me so bad. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. You know, I had played before, and yeah, I came in last. I do a podcast. Yeah, I know. I do a video game podcast. No one can beat me. Not some new. Oh, well. It happens. I can believe it. That's it funny, does. Though. That's funny. 
some bitch. <laughs> I've been waiting to tell that story for a while now. That's it happened funny. about a week ago. Over a week ago, yeah. Some mm-hmm. bitch. Uh, next game, I might say this is one of my favorite game of the year. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw your post online about it. Um, even though I, I wasn't feeling it completely at first, only because I didn't realize it was a go hide game, not yeah. not an actual fight. I thought you fought the aliens, and um, I once it kind of threw me off. But once I kind of got the hang of what the hell was going on. This game is just flipping awesome. And, I mean, it's, it's been a while since the game's got me to jump or <laughs> scream. In fact, I'm working on a video uh, with Crystal. But uh, I'm going to be putting up soon. I kind of forgot about it. Otherwise, it would have already been up. Uh, but <laughs> this game, like, there was a scene where... <laughs> um, I you know, I have a flamethrower and, and, and there's a... And, um, there's a face hugger coming at me and I kill the face hugger thinking to myself, <laughs> go, go to hell, bitch. <laughs> As I turn, there's a fucking alien just charging at me. <laughs> doof, 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 I, ah! Like I was not expecting that thing to be there. And you know, like if they get you, that's it. You're, you're on. Yeah. That's, you're dead. that's how the game set up. You know what I mean? But I was just scared the shit out of me. And then wait till you see this other video that uh, I'm going to be putting together a little montage video of this little area I was in. Uh, but um, some of the other stuff too is like, so like I told you about, like there was an update. And the, the update really, really uh, uh, helped the motion part of the game. Uh-huh. Remember I told you like, um, like if you're in a locker, or or if you hit the hold down the LB button, if you lean, the character will lean. Oh like yeah. Instead of looking around. Yeah. If you're in a locker, you can just look around; it'll automatically do it. You don't even have to hit a button. So, um, it it actually worked. I remember I was telling you, like I was trying to make noise and nothing really happened. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> the update. <laughs> I'm hiding from an android, and. I just sneezed. Like, I just had a sneeze, and I wasn't even, <laughs> it was out of nowhere. Achoo! Hell aloud. I hear, what was that? I'm going to go check it out. Oh, that's crazy. And there was nowhere to hide. Like, usually have a locker or somewhere to hide. In the area I was at, there was nowhere to hide. And I was like, oh, shit. So I get up, and I turn, and I just book it to the other room where I started. It kind of hid behind some stuff, and I was like, I just hope it doesn't follow me this far. And if it does, it kind of just stops and turns around. Which it never came into that room and it walked away. That's funny though. Oh man, I was cracking up though. Cause I, I, uh, I sneeze and you just hear, um, you know, what was that? Yeah. Then there was another time where I don't know what the hell Crystal said to me, but she said something. I was in the middle and I'm trying to hide from a damn alien. She says something hella loud. Oh, do you want some water or something? I don't know what the hell it was. And you hear the alien just scream, turn around, and rip open where I was hiding and kills me. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. I was like, shut up. I'm trying to hide. That's hilarious. Uh, 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 but yeah, so this game was just awesome. And I heard there's going to, they're going to make a second one. There's rumors about it. That's cool. And I, I really hope it happens. I think it'd be worth it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just trying to think of the other games that came out this year that I played. Um, I mean, the other game I say I would really love is um, The Last of Us, but I don't really consider it since it came out last year. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't play many games this year. I mean, I, I played a lot, but nothing that really stood out. Yeah. I mean, I could say Titanfall, but that was just... It, I mean, it's just fun multiplayer. And then then there's... Uh, I really enjoyed Destiny. Yeah, I was gonna say I really enjoyed Destiny. That might be my game of the year that I played. Uh, even though I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But to me, that game's more fun before the fact that I'm. You you can do multiplayer through the story mode, and you're bullshit with your friends while you're doing it. That's why it's extra for more fun to me. Yeah. Um. But this Halo, is- the Master Chief Collection. I'm having a hell of a time with Angelo playing it. Jump messing around with him, screwing around with him. I think I told you about what I did to him when I, he went to go get something for his daughter, and I just kept killing him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he comes back to, like, six dead bodies and me teabagging the whole thing, and he just yells, hey, and I just took off running. I was, like, laughing so hard about that, too. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I really think this might be my game of the year, to tell you the truth. I still got to play the DLC. I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it yet. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we will be talking about uh, uh, game of the year and stuff next uh, next episode. So, um, next game, which I was also just playing before we got on a little while ago, Titanfall. Uh, just Titanfall. Screwed her. Everybody wants her to say it's just. You know, I, I gotta get my uh, multiplayer fix in somehow, right? <laughs> I know, huh? Um. So, moving on from Xbox 360 and Xbox One, uh, Destiny. I started. I started playing the uh, DLC pack. Oh, you! Bought, oh, that's right, because you got the season pass, huh? Yes, I did. It was kind of fun getting back into that, screwing around, um, playing that game. I think I'm a level twenty six now. Twenty five, okay. twenty six. Okay. But. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of fun getting back into that game and having something new to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was really challenging, actually. Some of the bosses were a pain in the ass. Oh, I bet. And there's still some more stuff we can do on it, but you need, like, six people to raid, up to six people. Oh, yeah. And we tried doing it because there's this weird thing. It's like, kind of like a King of the Hill thing. Like, like it's like like this red thing, like ring, and this one big-ass bot. Uh, from Venus, you know, they have the robots and stuff. Uh-huh. It's just really big one, and, like, you have to hold it. Like, we can capture it, but then the thing is so strong that there was only three of, there was three of us, and we weren't strong enough to be able to fight them off to keep the ring. Mm. And we don't know how long you have to do it, so we just need some more people. Yeah. Um. So I uh, got for free for the month of November, or was this month? No, it's this, this month. month. It's December. This month. Injustice Gods Among Us. I got it for free for being a PlayStation Plus member. Yeah, I downloaded um, it. I haven't played it yet. Uh, yeah, I downloaded it. And I got to say, the story mode was pretty good. I kind of wish you could have played those a couple more characters and they, they could have got a little more in-depth to it. But um, it, it was good for what it was. It, it just wasn't that long. I mean, I pretty much finished it the same day I downloaded it. Like, oh, wow. Maybe it took me a few hours to beat. Uh. But, I don't know, like, it's weird. Like, some of those characters are really clunky to use. 
You know, one of the best people that flow in that game is Go Figure Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it was also the collector's edition or whatever edition they called it, the gold edition. Yeah, or... I uh, forgot what it's called. But it has all the DLC characters. Um, Raven, I thought I like. I just don't really like her voice. They made her seem more demonic. And obviously, I guess they wouldn't use the same voice from the Teen Titans, but... Yeah, Teen Titans did have a good voice for her. Yeah, I just didn't like... Because they made her sound like demonic-ish, you know, and she's supposed to be a good guy. <clears throat> yeah. It just didn't really fit. I didn't really like it. Um, but, I mean, it's still fun, and I'm kind of... Me- I still want to play some more of the... Uh, of the multiplayer. And mm-hmm. it did definitely seem like they left it open for a second one. Oh, okay. So, uh, or something similar to a second game. But, some of the... Oh, man, I was... I was having trouble with some of the moves, like some of the things you have to do, but I kind of got the hang of it the more you play. Mm-hmm. But some of them are just really clunky to use. Like, for example, Bane. He's extremely powerful, but he moves so slow. Oh, yeah. You know. And then you'll have a guy like, who was the one I, Lobo was really good to use. And then who was the other guy I was using that was pretty good with? It was like the guys without superpowers. It wasn't even Batman. It was someone else. I forget who the hell it was, though. That's the way he moved around and jumped around. It, it made it pretty, made him pretty good to use. But there was stuff in the story mode that I was just like, oh, that's some bullshit. Even though it was supposed to be the heroes and they're evil-ish, you know. I'm, I'm not going to, since you haven't played it, I'm not going to say nothing. But some of the things that happened, I'm just like, oh, that's some bullshit. That's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my list for this, um, week. Cool. Oh, weird to have a long list again. That's two weeks in a row you've had a long list, too. Oh, yeah, I know. And I actually almost had another game to add, because I was going to play, finally play, uh, uh, Marvel Legos. Oh, yeah. Because I bought it when it was on sale, and I just thought I haven't played it yet. Yeah. But I got busy doing some other shit. I was cooking my ass off yesterday. Oh yeah, made split pea soup from scratch and oh, started making my tamales. I was going to make them yesterday, but then <clears throat> it just got so late with cooking the meat. I was like, "Screw it!" I, I put the meat in the refrigerator overnight, and then I cooked them this morning. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. They're, now they're now they're being frozen for Christmas Eve. I, I would have liked them to be more fresher, but <laughs> when you work all week, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that word? Oh, it'd be like that. <laughs> Uh, yep, so I'm yep. gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna do what's coming out for the week of 1221 to 1227. Nothing. Um, no. <laughs> not really much, anything. They had some other small games, but it's the week of Christmas. Yeah. So, you know. But Guilty Gear XRD sign for the PS3 and the PS4. I don't even know what that is. It, well, it's a Guilty Gear game. I just. Yeah, I knew that, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I stopped uh, following the Guilty Gear after the second game. I see, said the blind man. Because it kind of was came in, coming out like Street Fighter. It was like, oh, let's come out with ten different versions or whatever. And you're like, that's some bullshit. Basically. All right, cool, cool. Um, well, then, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Thank you. 
be right back from our break. Yes, we are. Um, it's kind of funny, Patrick. So I noticed that uh, you have a what's caught your eye this week, and even before, like, you know, I even looked at the document, the show notes. Uh, you had one, and I was like, I, I know you told me a couple days ago you had one, but today I was like, oh, I got, I got one to do, and I was like, oh, never mind, he already has one. So I'll just save mine for next week. You're damn right. I'm gonna take some pills right now. You pill pusher. Oh, my back is hurting. I pulled a muscle laughing at a video. I was telling Jeremy about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. And he might say, what? That's kind of stupid, but <laughs> a quick explanation for it. Pretty much, I was a little dehydrated. I was laughing so hard. It was, I was in a hot room. I started cramping up in my back, my like right, right by my side and my back. And I was laughing so hard at this. It was just a post on YouTube. And it's one of those things where it's, like I was telling Jeremy, it's not probably wasn't that as funny as it came to me it just for some reason hit my funny bone and i could not stop laughing well how about we do it this way give me the link don't tell them what it is because i think it's more funny if you don't know what's going to happen okay i'll send it to you in a little so bit. on uh, the show notes i'll put it under this is the video patrick pulled a muscle on or something like that yeah 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 so <laughs> basically so ba- <laughs> so basically this thing got me laughing so hard, I, I cramped up in my back. Well, then I'm laughing at myself because I'm laughing so hard at something that's so stupid, and I was in I was in a lot of pain, and I was trying to get the try to get it to go away, which made me laugh even harder. And now the cramp is gone, but now I'm I've kind of like I think I pulled a muscle where where I cramped up because it was like a knotted bad. Like I, if you could have felt that knot, it was like holy crap. Um. So, it's so stupid. I'm laughing at it now. <laughs> so no, I'm icing it and 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 uh, cause it's kind of just like it's really uncomfortable, like to sit like I, in certain sp- spots and stuff. Yeah. So I just iced it and I just okay. So anyways, anyways, enough of my problems. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, and if you're wondering why my voice is so raspy, is because I went to a wrestling show on Friday night and pretty much lost my voice. Um. Go Chaos Inc. Duff Squad. <laughs> No one will know what that means, but a few people, but it's okay. So what's <laughs> caught my eye is this show called Dude, You're Screwed. <laughs> um, my dad introduced this show to me, and it's pretty flippin' awesome. I saw one episode that I didn't like, but um, it was this one guy. But uh, So basically, they had it. Um, it's on, what channel is it on? I was just about to ask you that. I think it's Discovery, and this link I have is not telling me. I'll look it up. Go ahead and keep talking. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Um, Discovery. Anyway. It's on Discovery. I was, yeah, I was right. Discovery. So there's these five survival experts and friends and send each other on harsh environments with only 100 hours to find civilization, and they have no idea when and where they're going to be taken or where they're going to be taken. So basically... These guys are like one guy's a ex Navy SEAL. <clears throat> one guy's a a couple guys are like former Army Rangers, you know, stuff like that. I mean, they're they're guys that have been in survival situations. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they they drop them, like they blindfold them, and they'll drop them in these harsh areas, and they don't know. They're like I said, they're blindfold. They don't know where the hell they're at. And B, um. <laughs> And uh, 
So when they take the blindfold off, they got to get these cuffs off, and then they had a survival kit. Now, they usually do shit to, to screw with these guys, you know, like... This one, uh, the, the one the Navy SEAL guy, he was on this island, and they gave him, like, a pink tutu. Oh, wow. Uh, a duffel bag. Well, the duffel bag, he was holding the pink tutu. And um, it also had, um, I'm trying to think what else they had in there. It had, like, this, oh, they also had a sickle, like a long stick. with you know, It kind of looks like a reaper thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sickle. But it wasn't very strong. and But stuff like that, you know. So... I mean, there's other survival things. That's not like I think it's like five items or something. Um, so they have a hundred hours to find civilization, uh, they, and there's a camel guy with them, but they can't help them at all. Um, so now in that hundred hours, like say they drop this guy off, and this guy's walking for fifteen minutes, and he happens to come across someone, mm-hmm. he automatically wins the game. He found civilization. That's interesting. Yeah. So basically, you have a hundred hours to either to find civilization or find or find someone just walking around like a village or something. And it's uh, it's like a survival thing that is it's really cool to watch. Though. And these other guys, they're like at a base camp, usually twenty miles away, watching the whole thing. And it's just funny to watch these guys like make tools and stuff to survive. Like this, the the navy guy, he takes the sickle and breaks it, and takes the blade, heats it up, and makes it a certain way. He he pretty much turned it into a like a machete. Mm-hmm. Like, the way he did it was, like, wow. Like, you know, any normal person probably wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Then, like, um, he took the bag, the duffel bag, when he wanted to sleep at night. He didn't want to sleep on the floor. He put it between two branches and slept inside the duffel bag. It was oh, a pretty wow. big dude. But, yeah, you know, it was, like, um, then there was, like, okay, and for the bugs, he took the tutu and put it over his face. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Then, at one point, he went fishing, and he used the tutu as a net. <laughs> So it's just like how they're using these different tools to survive. Yeah. So the other thing that's really cool about it is, so they know they're playing this game, but they don't know when they're going to be taken. Like, they could be in the middle of a movie, and they'll sneak in and take the guy. Or there was one guy, he was surfing, and the the Navy SEAL guy, you know, he went with his snorkel, and he he swam through, and he he jumped the guy while he was, like, you know, sitting on a surfboard or something. Uh Uh-huh. You know, so like they don't know when they're going to be taken. So these guys, what they've started to do is they try to hide stuff on them mm-hmm. and sneak it because like you, they take you with what you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> like um, they'll they'll, they'll just find like random things to help them survive. Well, the one the Navy SEAL guy, he was cool. He was they they set him up. They like there was a funeral. He does a lot of charity work. It was supposed to be someone that donated, so they wanted him to go to you know pay respects. I was like. For the donations. Mm-hmm. He shows up. The whole thing was a setup. <laughs> they had the guy, one of the guys, the friends that do this, he it was inside the coffin. And so he walked up to pay his respects and he realizes this is his friend. So he tried to take off. They grabbed his ass. Mm-hmm. So he's in a suit and tie and they dropped his ass off in the desert in, in South Africa. Oh, man. Well, his cufflinks were also mini uh, um, lighters. Oh, wow. So, you know, he's like, they're looking at this guy and he's like, how's he going to start this fire? And they show him with the cufflink and start the fire. And they're like, oh, it was like, so they're always trying to find ways to hide stuff to, to help him survive. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's really, really interesting. It, it shows you how these guys survive and do different things. Like I said, there was only one episode so far I saw that I didn't like. It was this older army guy and 
he was the type of guy that lived out pretty much by himself in tents and stuff like like that's his home is he lived in this place where there was like he lived out of a tent mm-hmm. because I had a choice. Like he got to a point where he was just like I, I like this this spot on the beach. He made himself a teepee and um like was catching crabs and eating them and he's like, Oh well I'm not I don't even want to find civilization. Oh wow. And it was like okay you're not playing the game. It was just like it got really like boring. That yeah, one. It's like why are you on the show all, anyway? Exactly. Um, but then, like I said, they also have you hook up to this monitor, and they check um, if you drop down to a certain level for hypothermia, mm-hmm. you lose. Or if your your heart rate goes up too high, I forget what that one's called. But um, that it, 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 um, if your heart rate gets too high, with dehydration or whatever the case may be. Um, they, uh, you also lose. So you have to try to keep yourself like hydrated and you have to keep yourself warm. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's a really cool survival show. I mean, it seems like more of a guy show to me. Like, well, I don't know how many girls are into survival shows yeah. like that, but. What I like about it from what you're saying is like, it's, it's actually a game show. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's about survival, but I mean, these guys really aren't in any major danger. You know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, that yes, in a, no, I mean that in it a good depends way. on, I, I mean, yes, no. The one guy, like the Navy SEAL, okay, for when they dropped him off in the that um, desert in South Africa, he went the opposite way of where there was a village. So he was pretty much walking him walking into nothing but sand. Um, I mean, like, yeah, if it got to the point where he was going to die. Then, yeah, I mean, of course, they're not going to let him. But I mean, it was funny because particular on that particular one, for example, there was a, a plane crash. Like there was just like a plane, like pieces of a plane out in the middle of this desert. Probably no one knows knew it was even there. Mm-hmm. And it showed him walking like the next day, like a couple miles away from the plane crash. There was human remains. Oh wow! So it makes you wonder, like, oh, I wonder if that was the pilot, you know? Seriously. But like he, this guy made the mistake of eating a plant he wasn't sure was good, and I mean, he, they had to fly out there and get his ass because he was puking all over the place he was completely dehydrated hadn't drank water in almost two days and he was in the desert well but that's that's what i mean and i mean it in a good way because there's some of these shows that i don't know i know that the people are not in like mortal danger but they make it seem that way and i guess it it makes sense for tv but this is like the person who's who's trying to survive is being watched 20 you know what i mean and by his friends or whatever so you know yeah. that, yeah, of course. Well, there's thing, a camera guy there, too. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that thing, like I said, I mean, they can't intervene or anything. But, I mean, if the guy was about to die, I mean, I, oh, well, I'm part of the game. I can't just, I got to <laughs> just keep watching. You know, but, yeah. yeah. And another thing I like is, is I actually like the Naked and Afraid show. but Yeah, I watch same, that a lot, too. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I like that these guys are more and more professional, you know. And they are doing the in, in, uh, inventions and stuff, or, you know, ingenious stuff. Yeah, we had uh, one guy, he, he had a um, golf club, and he took the wedge, and he kept heating it up, and then he would smash it down with a cool it, or smash it down with a rock, cool it, and do it. He did this for like two or three hours, and then he turned this wedge into a, a, a like a tomahawk. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, and you're thinking, how the hell did he do that? But like, if you watched him do it, it's like, holy shit, like that's, yeah. these guys know how to survive. They were made to survive, they, they went through that training, and now you're seeing it. Like, you know, and they put them, like I said, they'll go in different spots. They've been to, like I said, the desert. They've been to, um, they've been to, uh, like swamplands. They've been to the snow. They've been to the top of a, mul- a volcano. You know, so it's like different surviving 
areas. I mean, this like I said, this one this one guy, the, the Navy SEAL on that island, he he saw they and they also mess with each other sometimes. Like this, like what they did was one time the guy had had a, a raft and they came in the middle of the night and they popped the raft. <laughs> oh wow! So like they'll they'll dick with each other too. So like the 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 Army Ranger guy to get back at the Army SEAL guy. Or the Navy SEAL, excuse me, the Navy SEAL guy, he put a, a lantern on this island across from where he was. So he thought, oh, there's a light. So there must be someone there. Huh. So, <laughs> so he makes a boat. He made a rowboat out of uh, bamboo. Uh huh. And like, I think he also had a string or something, but he used like seaweed in the string to hold these bamboo things together. And the, 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 uh, machete he used he made out of the sickle and he made this pretty badass robo like i mean he, it was like he also like had a little thing he made oars and everything these guys know how to survive <laughs> it's not yeah. like he being stuck or me and you being stuck on an island like uh let's put these six together and hope it floats <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> uh, but i suggest checking it out obviously it's not video game related but that's not the whole point of what caught my eye yeah so i suggest going to check it out dude you're screwed it's on discovery channel Awesome, awesome. All right, I think I might watch it after we get off. Nice. Uh, yeah, to move on to the first news story, which is mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, your homegirl, America's sweetheart, Lindsay Lohan, has made her own game for the iOS and Android. I know you've been downloading this right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the actress, Lindsay Lohan, who is currently suing Take-Two in Rockstar Games over Grand Theft Auto V has released her very own video game called The Price of Fame. It's a free-to-play game title for the iOS and Android devices that allows you to become a famous celebrity just like me, Lohan writes on her website. She contains, however, that there is a lot of drama along the way to stardom. So basically, I think she just wanted to... She started this whole thing about suing Rockstar and said, hmm, there's money to be made in this, and since I'm a druggie now and can't act for shit, I've got to find money some other way. And you know people are probably downloading this game like crazy. Probably. Um, uh, I, yeah. Let's see. So it says, first you, you get a few fans, then you get a few more, then you get thousands, millions, billions, trillions. Uh, reads a line from the game's description. Once you get 400 fans, you can create your own celebrity persona, where a Space helmet with a see-through dress. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Wear a space helmet with a see-through dress. High heels, a solid gold mask, and hang out with a pet tiger. All right. Uh, let's see. Or maybe you prefer a simpler outfit with just some sneakers, jeans, a t-shirt, ski goggles, a pink mohawk, a couple Barbies, a pet snake, and everyone's underwear. Okay, this is just weird. The description goes on. You are the celebrity. You decide how crazy things will get. Uh, here is a list of things you can do with the price of fame, which is meant to be a parody of the celebrity culture. Start a phony rap beef. Buy a private... What? <laughs> Pens- pen- 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 Pensula? Uh, I, I'm loading it back up right now. P-N-I-N-S-U-L-A Peninsula? Peninsula. Like a private island. Yeah, basically, yeah. Get butt implants. Wow. Fight in an elevator. Get your baby Botox. Punch a paparazzi. Don't worry. 
you have a hot shot team of lawyers that will get you out of trouble. Yeah, so if you're interested in playing the Lindsay Lohan Fame the Game Guide. And I hope you aren't. Game. Oh, I'm sure there's someone out there that they're like, oh my god, Lindsay Lohan, that is so fetch. Yeah. If you don't like get that. that reference, damn you, go see Mean Girls right now. I just watched Mean Girls, like, this last week. Again. That you can go get that on your phone. Yeah. All right, on that note, uh, Xbox is offering a daily deal, and actually this started on the 15th of December going through the end of the month, um, offering a daily deal each day as a countdown to 2015. Um, basically, I will, uh, I'll have a link to it on our website, but basically um, the day we're recording, which is uh, Sunday the 21st, today's deals are discounts on um, five different uh, Xbox One games such as Stick It to the Man, RBI oh. Baseball 14. Damn. Um, Guacamelee Super Turbo CE. Contrast. And Nut Ditsu. In other words, nothing good. Um, that was today. Let's see. Uh, they also have week-long deals such as um, discount on discounts on Assassin's Creed Unity, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, they should just make fucking Assassin's Creed Unity free. I know, huh? Uh, Killer Instinct Double Ultra Bundle. Wow. Um, Connect Sports Rivals, and um, I'll just end it there, but a lot, there's more. And also, there's Xbox Live Gold subscriber exclusive deals, such as getting the bundle of The Crew and Assassin's Creed Unity together for only $90. They should give that shit away for free. Yeah. If you're wondering, if people are wondering, like, hey, didn't he get Assassin's Creed Unity? How come that was on his list? I can't find my way to play it. Yeah. Well, I've, I've the heard... The game is not good. Yeah. I know. But anyway, so that's just some of the deals. And, of course, uh, like I said, it changes daily. And the new deals for the week start tomorrow. So, unfortunately, by the time you download this, all the ones that I just talked about and, will... And, and by the time, uh, you know, he puts this up, we'll be in G- December of next year so. Well, this is 2013 we're recording, so. Yeah, did you say 13? <laughs> yeah, because you said next year. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah, I know. You probably won't have this up till December 2015. Uh, but yeah, so if you're interested in those offers, you can. Um, I'm sure you can find them on the con- <laughs> Xbox consoles, the console itself, but also I will have a link to in the show notes. Will you? I will. Awesome. All right, so speaking about AC Unity. Yeah, speaking of Assassin's Creed Unity, the patch for uh, Unity patch four delayed, but from what I heard, it did come out. Yeah, I was gonna so say, I, yeah, I think it just was... recently came out. This was on the fifteenth. Um, this story, but then it came out. I guess they they finished it sooner than they thought, so they got it out. Uh, and I heard it's like a six gigabyte down um, patch. Yeah, so I mean. Going along with that, since I kind of saw a little bit update on this, uh, someone was like, wow, so there's been these increasingly large um, patches, and not a whole... I mean, the game is still pretty bad. Yeah, well, it's I, if I heard right, the guys who did Revelations did this game. Oh, really? The same studio or something. I think that's what I heard. And... Revelations was not good. That was probably the, one of the worst ones in the Assassin's Creed series up to this one yeah definitely. in my opinion I'll, I don't think it's just me though because a lot of other people agreed with me I've heard I've heard a lot of people say it was hard for them to get to revelations and 
I'm the same thing with it. I can't even put it in. I don't even want to play it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make myself play it. I bought it and I love Assassin's Creed and I want to get through the story. Well, wait, the story you... seems like it's good. It has the yeah. potential to be good. The, the gameplay, they changed and they changed so much. It's so like, like a complete 180 from, from, um, from Black Flag. Yeah. Well, I, I say just wait. And I just, I don't even want to play it. Wait until the, uh, expansion that they're giving away or the DLC they're giving away for free comes out and then maybe go back and play it. Well, I mean, I, I want to get the, you know, I still want to get the story mode done. Well, that's what I'm saying. At that point, um, they're they're basically saying the game will be good, and that's their quote, not mine. So, by that point, maybe you know you'll actually want to play it instead of just playing it to get you know because it's Assassin's Creed and you bought it. Yeah, well, that's where that's where that's what's going to push me. But pretty much is the pre- as previous explained. Unity Patch 4 will address long list of issues and should improve stability, performance, online matchmaking, and connectivity overall. You will read the full, okay, I don't worry about the full patch notes, but we'll put it up on the thing. But, like, stability and performance, I mean, that's shit that should have been, you know, I, mean, I understand, like, you bring it out day one, okay, oh, we missed this little thing, this little bug in this area here or something. That's kind of shit, though. Like a big ass patch for that, something like that, mm-hmm. and it's the fourth patch. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that that's like that's like uh, MMO status. That's like you know, we have this massive game that there's no way we could actually test it all. So let's bring it out, and then oh, you know, we're patching it, but not a standalone game like this. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's crazy that it's that it's that bad. Agreed. Uh, uh, but. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I gotta force myself to finish it. You know, yeah. I might. You know what I might do is, I think from what I heard from my boss, I we have Friday off, so I might just try to force my way through that game. Yeah, just as I can, depending on what I get for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, I know. Game, <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about um, Shadows of Mordor. Is like, but whatever I heard from Shadows of Mordor, that game is really good. Yeah, and that's what I've heard too. I've heard once you get into it, and once you get into a few hours into it, it's really good. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm you know I, like I said in the beginning, I'm just a little frustrated with just the first hour. But again, I'm gonna give it more chance and everything. Uh, all right, give so chance uh, English huh? English teacher, <laughs> give I it say? more chance. Oh uh, whatever. Uh, PlayStation Four gets a price cut for the holiday season at Walmart. So the Walmart has the PlayStation 4 right now for $329. That's a 70. Oh gee, wonder where they got the idea to do that. Oh, uh, well actually they did it uh they did it in November 1st before Xbox did it this month. So, just to let you know. They uh Xbox has dropped their shit a lot. Well, yeah, they dropped it the original 50 bucks and then um during Black Friday, well did did Xbox drop theirs too and during Black Friday? Yeah. Okay, so they both dropped it during Black Friday then. So, uh, it's basically... Well, you've heard more about it from Xbox than you heard from... Yeah, no, definitely. You did hear more about Xbox dropping it. Basically, um, right now, at Walmart, you can get the PlayStation 4 for $329. I believe that... Uh, and it did not say for sure if this was going to be a temporary price cut or a permanent. My guess is it's going to be temporary. Um, so oh, I would, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's temporary. Yeah. I would pick it up if... This is probably the best time um, until... This time next year, this is probably the cheapest you'll get it because I don't see a price cut on the PlayStation or Xbox at, at this point anytime soon. Um, 
So if yeah, if you're if you've been waiting or you want to get that gift, uh, check Walmart. Now there is one thing that I will tell you: you cannot order this online for three twenty nine. You can do ship to store pickup, but you have to actually pick it up at the store. There's no uh, online deal for this. So that's one of those little caveats. Um, and I guess I put two of my stories together here. So my next story is—it's all good—is a uh, Minecraft story mode. A Telltale game series is coming in 2015, and it's going to follow the same pattern as the other Telltale games, where it's a heavy narrative, um, episodic, and such like that, and will be coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Mac, and mobile devices. Uh, by the sounds of it, it looks like it'll also be coming out, not on just uh, Xbox. And Minecraft? Well, I mean, whatever. Um, There's no story in Minecraft. That's the it's whole point. dig a fucking hole in... Hope you don't fall through it and look for a tree for fucking 17 hours. Well, that's the whole point. This is the first actual uh, game-developed story mode that's coming out. Um, and it, it does seem like it will be on Xbox 360 and um, PlayStation 3 as well as the 4 and 1. Um, so, yeah, it, there's not much details on it right now, but it will be coming in 2015. So if you are a big Minecraft fan, then this nope. is this might be a, a something to look forward to, <laughs> but you are a good a big Telltale Games fan, so. Well, yeah, except for I've only played the the Walking Dead ones. I, I did want to play the um, Wolf, among, Wolf Among Us. The Wolf Among Us. Yeah. The only person that was playing that in our group was Frank, Frank, and well, we all know, rest in peace, they're Frank. <laughs> no, he's not dead, but he might as well be to us because you know whatever. Wow. Yeah. But um... I mean, that's from what I understand from other people. Like you know, I mean. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I doubt he listens to us anyways. I doubt he listened when he was on it. So. No, I know, huh? Hey, I don't have the problem with the guy. It's not no. my fault that Same the guy man. can't take a fucking joke when he wants to talk shit about sports when his team wins. But then when you talk shit about his team when they lose, all of a sudden it's crybaby time and, you know, oh, we're causing him stress and all this other shit. But, you know, if you can't take the heat out of the kitchen, if you can't take it, don't try to dish it out. That is truth right there. By Patrick. Oh, I can give you a lot of truth. All right, moving Anyways, yeah. moving on. Unless you got more to say about that. Oh uh, no, that's it. I, I'm, I'm. Well, I've never played a Telltale game. I've heard they're really good. Um, I think this will do amazing. I think those will probably end up being their bestseller, not because. Um, oh, it will not because it will be say a great story, and I'm not yeah. saying that they can't come up with a great story for Minecraft. But just because you know, I'm talking shit because it's Minecraft. Yeah, There's I, a lot of fan people behind that. I mean, it'd be like if they said one for World of Warcraft, even though they wouldn't need to do that. Since yeah, it's, it's a story. You know, but anyway, if they but... said, oh, it's a side thing, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. it, it'd no, blow I, up. I totally agree. And, and um, I mean, I'm at the point where if, you know, I, I do plan on getting the um, Game of Thrones one, and um, if I like it, I probably will end up going to, getting the Minecraft one when it comes out. But, um, yeah. Are you going to do the Borderlands? No, you know, I mean, I like, I love the first Borderlands game, but that's about it. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't get through. Uh, we've talked about this before, obviously. I cannot get through that. Couldn't get through the second one. I didn't like all the changes, and from what I understand, the prequel one is just plays just like Borderlands two. So yeah, I mean, honestly, the only reason I would actually play the Borderlands uh, prequel, pre sequel, and Finish Borderlands Two is for the story because the story is, is, is on those games are supposedly really good. Yeah, but the gameplay sucks. Well, you, they they fixed a lot of the gameplay in, in Borderlands Two, like I told you. But still, but yeah, it's it's they, not like they, Borderlands. They make the weapons stronger. I I don't remember exactly what they did, but anyway, go ahead. 
Capcom to bring back Devil May Cry 4 to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in the summer of 2015. Which, you know, I kind of see like this is kind of funny to see some of these games that they keep bringing back with update graphics. Yeah, and it's going to be something um, even more from what I was reading earlier. Uh, Last of Us, I can see because that game should have just waited till. Yeah, definitely. PlayStation 4. That, that was just a game they should have been that should have waited. Grand Theft Auto Five is another one. They should have waited until the, the, it was so close. I mean, it came out in September. <laughs> uh, like The Last of Us came out in July. That's one thing, but it came. Grand Theft Auto Five came out in September, and in October, PlayStation was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm, something like that. I think it was November, but yeah. Yeah, PlayStation came out first. I think. Yeah, I think in November. No. Oh, they both came out in November. So yeah, two. Yeah, they came out a week of, a week apart from each other. Oh, that's right, that's right. Or two weeks, something like that. Anyways, yeah, it was November. So two months later, here comes the new systems. Why the hell did they just wait? It could have been an opening title. And to me, people that were debating about yeah. buying a system, were like the new Grand Theft Auto was one of the opening games. You know, how much, you know how many sales there would have been. Yeah, I know. My opinion. I don't. know. Maybe I don't know nothing. No, I, I agree don't. with you. Agree. I'm just a. I'm just a thirty-something-year-old dude who's had bad luck living at home and broke doing a podcast that we don't get paid for. <laughs> hey, but you know what? We <laughs> what do the a, hell do I know? <laughs> we've been doing a podcast for five years, so we can have as much as to say about it as we want. Well, guess what? Even if I this would have been day one of the podcast and I was a forty-five-year-old, then I still would give out that opinion. But <laughs> yes, I see what you're saying. Uh, but it's kind of weird to see some of these other games that have been out for so long. I mean, like, I'm I'm kind of excited about this because Devil May Cry 4 was one of my favorite Devil May Cry games, even though it wasn't, like, completely focused on um, Dante. Uh-huh. I, Devil May, I, I don't know how many times I beat that game. I couldn't tell you. I beat that game a lot. I would just, like, I'd, I'd have other games to play, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to play Devil May Cry 4, and I would just pop it in. Yep. Um... So, you know what? I am kind of excited for it, and I hope it's not going to be a full-price game. It shouldn't be a full-price game. No, and that's that's kind of why um, I feel like all these games that are coming out that are, you know, remastered or remade or whatever um, shouldn't be. And even Grand Theft Auto, I, that's the reason I didn't buy it, you know? I've been kind of debating about buying the new one. After all that crap you talked about uh, not buying it. It because... is still stupid. <laughs> but Well, I'm... at least let me know... I'm... If you're serious, and I can probably get you a good discount on it. How? I got my hookups. A little... Well, you know. Anyway. um... But anyway, so in addition to announcing Devil Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry, the the definition edition, uh, which I didn't get what that was because I didn't find a story on that, Mm -hmm. Uh, today for the Xbox One and, and Xbox Four, I'm wondering if that's just the new... Xbox Four? PlayStation 4. <laughs> um, uh, the new, it might be a new Devil May Cry. I don't know for the for the for the new system. Mm-hmm. They revealed that Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, which once again it didn't really say what the Special Edition is. What's so special about it? It's is in development for the new consoles. Special Edition is due out to launch 2015 for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Pricing details was not included. Unfortunately, all we know right now is that the game exists. Capcom says uh, in a blog post that they, were, they will share more details about the game a little later down the line. 
but yeah, like I said, this was released back in 2008. So there's, it, it's just, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm excited and I want to play it. But it's not like a retro enough game. Like, say, oh, hey, well, I'm still waiting for Resident Evil 2 to come out <laughs> on, on one of these, you know, like they did for Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 was, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 4 are my two favorite Resident Evil games. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that's not nice. Resident Evil 6. That game was garbage. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, it's just kind of odd to me. It's like, like, just out of nowhere, Devil May Cry 4 is going to, we're going to update, update it for your Xbox One and your PS4. Well, uh, that was a little odd. I'm excited to see it, but I just hope that they don't, like, just randomly peep, like, oh, Red Dead Redemption is now yeah. upgraded for the, the new system. Um, am I wrong in that, Dev- uh, Square Enix had something to do with Devil May Cry 4? I don't believe so. It's okay. all. I, I, I'm probably wrong. I, I was probably thinking of a different game. Um, the reason I ask is because um, I was actually reading a report on or a, a story on. Um, uh, Kotaku. Huh? I was just throwing out out there. I was like Kotaku. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean on Square Enix, and they actually. Um, so everyone, everyone who's listening to the podcast knows Square Enix has been really, um, you know, anti new generation stuff and and. But after the disaster of Final Fantasy XIV, they kind of like were like, okay, let's look towards the, towards the new generation. So um, I was just reading a report how they're gonna start concentrating more on digital games because, um, like, like over thirty five percent of their game uh, sales are digital now, and that grew from like ten percent just like two years ago. So um, that's why I was wondering if if it was. But I just looked it up; it's not. No, I was looking at the page you were it's doing. It's Valve and Capcom. Yeah, but um, like I said, I mean, I'm I, I'm excited for it because I, it was one of my favorite games that was on the 360. Um, so, but I just so I'm hoping that they're just not going to keep bringing up all these old games. I mean, like there's certain ones like now if they said, oh, the new like they did for Halo, like oh, they're working on a new Mass Effect, so here's the Mass Effect series on your updated console. Yeah. Or the Gears of War series on the update. Like, a series like that, I can understand. But just, like, random games, especially really, like, 2008, that was two years after the Xbox 360 came out. Yeah, I know. That's what I was just thinking. I just saw 2008. That's crazy. You know. I and, mean, and, that like, was... and, like, if they did a remake of it, like, they were like, okay, we're going to take the game and we're going to, you know, use a different engine and stuff like that, then that's one thing, too. That's more like, that's a remake, you know? Um, but if it's just a remaster, then yeah, it better be no more. I'd even say thirty nine dollars is pushing it. Twenty nine is a, I think, the sweet spot. But uh, if it's if it's any more than thirty nine dollars, if it's forty nine or fifty nine, I don't think it's worth it. No, I agree. Yeah, because I can go. I still got a three sixty. I could go buy it probably for five bucks at GameStop. Exactly. Maybe, you exactly. know. Yep. And just yep. play it over. Yep. 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 So, um, this was an interesting little uh, tidbit. Well, not really a tidbit, but it's a long story, and I'm not going to read it all, but an interesting little story that I, I saw today. Uh, so apparently, Nintendo is actually working on their next um, video game console. Um, so, basically, in an interview with the Associated Press, uh, Nintendo um, executive and creative visionary Shingeki Miyamoto mentioned that divisions within Nintendo are hard at work on, a new, on new console ideas. But the Wii U is still very much the focus. So what they're basically saying is, yes, their their next console is already in R and D. It's you know the concepts are already starting to come forward, and 
They he has a they have a dedicated team working on the next gen console. Um, and I'm sure that Sony and uh, uh, Microsoft do as well. But I think it's very interesting that Nintendo is coming out and saying this because usually you don't hear even hear about it working on a new console until what? well, damn, Wii U just came out two years ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. But like I said, I'm sure that Sony and and Microsoft are working on it too, but they're not going to come out and say it. I uh, I uh, what's it called? I almost bought a Wii U for Crystal for Christmas, and I was like, that's too much money right now because oh, money's yeah. tight. But like, I, 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 Smash Brothers is out, and I need to get me a Wii U soon. Yeah, that's all I, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. So um, so continue with it. It says for the time being, our focus is on the Wii U hardware, but Nintendo has a whole, or Nintendo as a whole has groups working on mm-hmm. ideas for oh. new <laughs> for new hardware systems. While we're busy working on software for the Wii U, we have production lines that are working on ideas for what the next system might be. Um, and that's really interesting to me, like I said, because as okay, as a podcaster and someone who who's paid attention to the industry now for many, many years, it doesn't get to me because I know that, like I said, Sony and and, and Microsoft are doing the same thing. It's it, but as um, an average gamer. Who is de- who is deciding whether or not to buy a Wii U right now? This would yeah, that's me- gonna put- this would make me not want to buy a Wii U. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he does continue and says that uh, the next whatever the next system is, um, he's one hundred percent sure it will launch with a new Mario game. Of course. Um, yeah. In, in it, how about how about we go old school and have it come with two fucking controllers? I know that'd be nice, huh? Because uh, the Wii U did not launch, launch with a Mario game. It came out um, well after release. But um, he says, from early on, I wanted Mario to be that character in the digital world so that with each digital evolution, he was there to usher in the new era. I think that maybe when we release the next-gen hardware system, you can look forward to seeing Mario take on new roles or in a new game. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and then it continues just kind of say what I was just saying about how it's pretty normal for R&D departments to be um, playing with hardware ar- ideas, um, especially in Nintendo, because they're always known to be looking towards the, the future really early. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they say that there's actually a possibility that the Wii U itself may have actually been um, the idea for the Wii U, not just the Wii, but the Wii U may have been around s- since the early days of... Um, the Game Boy Advance and GameCube. That's like when they had the early concepts. Now, see, to me, uh, maybe of the Wii. Like, why would you already have the system of the Wii U when you well, haven't even this... came up with the Wii yet? The Wii U is just basically improvement of the Wii. But the second st- screen functionality is what they're talking about, and that's something that, um, oh, that, yeah, I guess that. Okay. Nintendo has actually wanted to do for a long time, but it was it wasn't possible. Um. So yeah, there, there's more to the story. He talks a little about Zelda and everything, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. But that's the main thing is that, um, yeah, it, they are working on new um, software or hardware, I'm sorry. But again, if you're out there thinking, oh, you know, should I buy a Wii U? Should I not? It's probably going to be years. I'd say at least, what, this is your, this will be the third year the Wii U's out. I'd say at least. No, it's the second. No, I mean. It came out in. It came- 2015 would be the third year is what I meant. Well, yeah. I mean, coming we're going, up. Yeah, we're it going came, out, came out 2013 came out the year before the P- PS4 and 
Xbox One. So okay. Well, but anyway, yeah, so we're going into the thing. We're going right? into the third. I'm year. Saying, we just hit the two year mark, so I wouldn't say it's going. Technically, yeah, it's going on three years. Saying, yeah. So I'd say I'd say give it at least another three years before before we'll hear about the new system, and four to five before it'll be out. That's just my prediction. Uh, Nintendo's known. What for... I'm hoping. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Then what I'm hoping for is for Nintendo to compete with Microsoft and Sony by making a system and a game, the gaming system like theirs. So I think that Nintendo has a format that they can make a bomb ass, a upgraded system like Microsoft or Sony. And just think of the stuff that they can do with it, but they don't, they don't want to stay in this little world of like the Wii U and the you know stuff like that. It's like expand it, make make it a big hard drive, make it multiplayer. I understand they don't have a lot of multiplayer games, but they open up their platform, they can get more multiplayer games like that. You know, I mean, like if I go to want to play Smash Brothers with you, I shouldn't have to put find your friend code or whatever oh. and enter that, and I yeah. can't even talk to you. It's just us playing each other, and, yeah. and you know, no, I agree. With phrases, you can hit the button, the controller to do a phrase or something. I mean, to me, that's stupid. Like at this point in the game, how can I? Why can I not connect with one of my other friends on a Wii U and talk to them? Yeah, no, I totally like, agree. That's what people want to do. How can you not be upgraded? And the kids nowadays, that's what they all want. Yeah, I totally. Like, oh, agree. I can get a Sony PlayStation or Xbox One that I can do all this stuff. Or as much as I love Nintendo. I can not have all those features and play a little bit more of kitty games. I mean, of course, that's why, you know, Nintendo struggles. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. And um, I think that we're going to see um, one full uh, console cycle of Nintendo before we see a new uh, PlayStation or Xbox. Meaning that um, I don't foresee a new PlayStation or Xbox for at least seven to eight years from now. Uh, and that's at the least. I would even push it to say that... Um, uh, they they may just be talking about it in seven eight years from now, and I think we'll already see at least uh, we'll see another Nintendo well, by then. Much money as I just flipping spent on an Xbox One and a PlayStation Four, better damn well not be another system talk about for a while. But you know what's funny? We wouldn't have said that two generations ago. Two generations ago, we we spent the same or yeah about the same amount of money, a little less, but it was always like well three to five years was the console generation. Um, I'm not talking about I'm talking about like the mid like. PlayStation 1 to PlayStation well, 3 era. Well, Nintendo seemed to come out with a system more often than not. And but Sega. Yet, but yet they but, haven't. I, I mean, it I'm seems like it. PlayStation. But... No, I mean, Nintendo and then came out in the 80s and then Super Nintendo. But, I mean, like, in the 90s, you had the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo. Uh... Actually, didn't they have, like, three consoles in? No, um, the GameCube came out in the 2000s. Yeah, no. It... Like, early so Sega but, like, and Nintendo were matching console to console up until later. Uh, well, up until Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Sega, they were, they were matching console they, to console the whole time. Sega go bye bye, but they can still make a hell of a game. Alien Isolation, case in point. Yeah, as Sega. From what I heard, Alien Colonial Marine was a piece of shit. <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. what I heard, I haven't played it. Um, but this particular one is awesome. Uh, yeah. And they've had other Sega games. Like, what was another? Uh, Condemned and Condemned 2, I think, are Sega. Yeah, and then I, I, remember, I don't remember the name of it. There was actually an old Aliens game by them. Oh, um, Alien owns, or Sega owns, the, yeah. I think, the Alien franchise. That was, that was like, one of the first, uh, was the first Alien game that they made, I think? I don't know, I could be wrong. Uh, this I think it's one now. of the first ones was for Jaguar. Oh, okay, never mind. Then this was, like, yeah. on this was like on PlayStation 2 or, or something. And I, I heard that game was really, really good, but I never played it. Yeah. 
But I mean, that's my point is that, um, but I mean, like Nintendo, like you know, let's see, like like you said, in the nineties, you had the Super Nintendo, and the Nintendo sixty four come out, and then in the early two thousands, you had the GameCube. But yeah, I mean, well, I that's mean, I mean that's a pretty quick span. It wasn't like boom; it was more of a boom, boom, boom. Then PlayStation, I don't know how many, I forget how many years PlayStation was up before PS two came out, but well, the PS two. That's what I'm looking at. I right mean, now, well, so. PS two was uh, 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 th- had to be. So PlayStation, PlayStation 1 was released, um, what, that doesn't make sense, oh yeah, uh, okay, so PlayStation 1 was released, um, it doesn't say when it was in the released night. in the United States. It was, I know it was in the 90s, because yeah, one yeah, of my no. friends, I, know it was 90s. I remember playing PlayStation at his place, and before I had gotten one, Yeah. and he moved my junior year he moved to to rockland so it had to be well i was playing i was playing i mean not to to date you and and usually i do it in a funny way but this is serious i I was playing playstation in junior high so um so playstation came out in 95 playstation 2 came out in 2000 so that's five years and then that's five years playstation 3 came out in 2005 so so five years was the no it didn't no, yeah. it didn't, because Xbox came out in 2006. Yeah. And that came out the year after play, uh, Xbox. I'm looking so at it, it right. 2007. No, I'm looking at PlayStation. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 2006. No. No. Oh, 2006. Xbox. So it was, it was like, no, it was like, it was like, it was 2006, uh, late 2006. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm looking so. at it right here. I was looking at Xbox, it wrong earlier. Did Xbox come out in 2005? Um, yeah, that, that, that would be right, because that's when I was working at EA. Oh, I I could have sworn it was 2007. I could have sworn Xbox came out in 2006. Well, either way, X, the original oh Xbox 360. That's why I was like, uh, Xbox 360 <laughs> was released on um what? That's, uh, sorry, I was hoping Google would tell me, but Xbox 360 just... was released on. Why doesn't it say it? It's weird. I'm on Wikipedia, and it's just... Okay, here we go. Now I got to it. 2005, yeah. And oh, then, okay. I, I was right. I just was a year ahead. I yeah, thought yeah, it was... Yeah. So basically... But anyway... So, but basically, so it came out six years. I mean, that, and that sounds about right. Yeah, and, and basically that's what I'm saying is before this generation... And I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. Before this generation, it's always been about a five-year... Uh, about a five-year span between systems. Um, and now it's like... I don't want a new console. I want to wait that ten years. You know, I, I hope that there's not another console, uh, PS4 until uh, you know, Jesus. 2020 or 2023. We're gonna be old gamers. I know. But um, um, no. What I'm saying is, is uh, it Nintendo's comes out with them quicker though. Yeah, it seems like there theirs is about four to five years, as where others are. But, I mean, five to once six they years. hit Wii. Once they hit Wii, it slowed down. Like well, GameCube, I think GameCube and Wii was a pretty good di- amount of time in between. And then, you know, the Wii and Wii U. But like, like I said, part of that was Nintendo, and that was for a while. And then, like early '90s was Super Nintendo, and then not too long after Super Nintendo was Nintendo 64, and then the GameCube. And that's when it slowed down. Now, now the handheld the, uh, Game Boy, that's just been going crazy. <laughs> so it looks like that um, one. So it looks like which is. Yeah, uh, let's see. SNES was 92. Uh, 
64 was 97, so that's five years. And then GameCube was 2002, so that's five years. And then um, GameCube to Wii was only uh, four years. And then, um, wow, was Wii to Wii U actually six years? I thought Wii to Wii U was a lot less, less than that. Hmm. Maybe it's just because time goes by so fast now that we're older. <laughs> it just seems like it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, anyway. Anyways, I think we were on that one for a little too long. Yeah, tangent that was, on that. That was a huge tangent. Anyway. But, um, so my next story, uh, Rip Tour coming to, in season two of Killer Instinct. So the new, um, uh, Killer Instinct, or season two for Killer Instinct, I didn't see when it was going to be out, but then I thought, I saw something that it was already out, which is kind of weird because what I saw when it was out was out before this new story came out saying it wasn't out yet. So wrap your head around that one. I don't well, know. I think so. Anyway. Two, uh, like, because it's coming out in parts. Oh, wait, you know what? Yeah, that's right. And then even, even though it's season two, it's slowly. Yeah. Right, with the characters. Yeah, yeah. So, so season two, I think. Basically, within season two, um, Riptar will be back. And they were saying here, she can literally uh, go heavy punch, heavy punch. What is this? Okay, I'm. Uh, wait, what is the hell? Okay, they're talking about her combos. She can literally go heavy punch, heavy punch, heavy punch, and then go with <laughs> is an elder or get a combo, an ender or get a combo out of it. So it's even easier than Saber Wolf to get a combo. Of course, it's also easier to break. It's really easy to get into this character and have fun while looking awesome. So in other words, it's like, like for people that maybe not be the greatest at combos and stuff like that, she's one of those characters like Saber Wolf that can help you compete with a, a someone who's really good at the game. Uh-huh, yeah. AE, that day we were over at uh, at um, Angelo's, and we were playing Killer Instinct and stuff, and he was kicking everybody's ass, and then I picked Saber Wolf and beat him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she is, she's a blast to play. She's not a, not as aggressive rush down as Saber Wolf, but she, she got a lot... Uh, but she got a much better Vortex the hell was that? Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, so here, uh, now I'm looking at this. Anyone waiting to get their hands on Riptor will get their chance to ever 17. So she's already out. Okay. So season two started in October and will go till June. <laughs> A new character wow. will be released every month. Yeah, so well, go ahead crazy. and uh, go ahead and download that if you have Killer Instinct 2. Or Killer Instinct, I should say. Yep. I heard, actually, funny, I actually... Um, funny you said that because I actually heard rumors of Killer Instinct Two uh, being in development, but nothing concrete, so I didn't put it in the stories. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's out. It's like weird. I don't know it's, the way they're doing the stories for this. Is, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like all right. So this last story is kind of um, okay. So me and <clears throat> let me start with saying this: I am not a big fan of Kotaku. I used to be a big fan when they first were oh, around, yeah. but was, um, yeah. huh? I said, yeah, I know you was. Yeah, I loved Kotaku when it's first ran. Even when we first started this podcast, the only website I went to to get news was Kotaku. Um, slowly, I stopped liking them so much. And t- t- now I get maybe one story a week, if that, from them. Um, generally, uh, their their stories are crap. They're fluff. They're – because they put out, like, so many stories daily that each time – you know, we do a podcast once a week. Um, and sometimes once we every two weeks – and if if you actually go to them, it's like oh, there's like well over 500 posts a week. I mean that's just that's just crazy. 
So, um, so anyway, my point in saying this is I don't agree with a lot of their writers. I don't agree with a lot of their posts uh, or their opinions. So, um, just I just wanted to preface that because we're gonna I'm gonna be talking about an article written um, on Kotaku called "The Biggest Disappointments of 2014." Um, Kotaku has recently also been um, criticized for being made of fanboys. Not necessarily one way or the other, but that their writers tend to be fanboys. So, um, like, one writer might favor PlayStation 4 while the other favors Xbox One. And in my opinion, honestly, you know, as a podcaster, as much as I like PlayStation 4 over Xbox One, I'm not going to, like, unneedingly bash Xbox One. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I know I know you're the same way. I mean, you you might have your the console you like better, but you're not going to bash the other one. You bought them both, and if I had the money, I would have probably bought both as well. So I just wanted to say that. Um, so we're going to go down the list of the top disappointments in um, 2014 as per Kotaku. And please, just Patrick, anytime you want to, uh, you know, say something about it, then yeah. Uh, this one I definitely agree with. Uh, we've seen a lot of broken games in 2014. Um, basically, it, it said we don't. Um, isn't that number two, sir? Was number one. 2014 was a weird, woolly year of video games. Oh well, that's just an introduction. So, so even though it's the top something, it's that's weird. Yeah, it's just an introduction to talking about it. The way they did it is like it says number one, and then all of a sudden number two is where you're reading about broken. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, so it, it basically says, we don't think our expectations in regards to broken games are unreasonable. Online launches are usually rocky, and it's actually a good thing that the game can be polished and improved after launch. All the same, 2014 has set a new low, uh, low standard for buggy, poorly optimized, and sometimes flat-out broken games. And then he went on to say some examples. Assassin's Creed Unity? Yeah, oh. uh, Halo, the Master Chief Collection. I guess there was some, I... some major problems with um, I don't uh, Halo Three. I think it was. Oh, the multiplayer too. Yeah, and then yeah, matchmaking I stuff. I forgot to that. So yeah, uh, Drive Club. I guess was pretty broke. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, the PC versions of uh, um, Advanced or Advanced, Advanced Warfare. Warfare and Watch Dogs, um, and a lot more. Um, and the thing is, like right here, sorry. Uh, Master Chief Collection suffered uh, or still suffers from problems long after it's released. Uh, okay, I thought I said uh, it sucks flat out. The new, I thought I said what it was. It apparently yeah, just no. teased um, you there. But basically, it's saying that new video games shouldn't be broken, and I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, as me and Patrick were even talking about in this episode earlier, you know, you, you come out with a game that has problems, and you have a day one, or even week one, or even two weeks, and you patch it. And it's fine. I, I'm fine with that. I don't agree with it, that, but I mean, I'm fine with that because that's that's how the new generation works. But when you're getting into like the third or fourth month and the game is still broken, it's just, it's unacceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, I'm looking at this Assassin's Creed thing right below it. So that's funny. So we already mentioned Assassin's Creed. The second most disappointing thing is Assassin's Creed Unity, which... I'm not going to get into because Patrick's already said it, but if you want to say anything else about well, it. Well, I kind of just my own personal things, but I mean, like, it's showing this a, a little, what those things called a gif or whatever. Yeah, a gif. Uh, the guy running on a, on the, on a rope and can't move, you know, and it's just like, I spent a hundred dollars in Assassin's Creed you need to, so you wouldn't have to, to, it's just this, ten hours into the, Assassin's Creed Unity having the difficulty finishing memories. Okay, I thought it was something, a little thing, and it's just like a whole other story. Basically, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, I thought it was a link to another story. I thought it was something someone was saying. But yeah, I don't know. It's let's see, it was the first major new gen only game from a third party publisher. Not only with upside but you know what the stupid thing is is that it Assassin's Creed Black Flag came out prior to this. So it's not like it was new to the damn console. No, it like was I said, yeah. developer. I think it's someone other than who did the other ones and it's like why did you change something that was so beautiful and so perfect? I know. Why yeah. did you change that? Assholes. Yep. yep. Fucking um, assholes. The, the, the next one that I don't agree with, and, and maybe you, because you do have more um, hands-on with both consoles, maybe you will agree with this, and, and it's just me because I don't have hands-on with Xbox One much. But um, the third thing that they're complaining about is the PlayStation 4 software. It says, when the PlayStation 4 launched, there was something admir- admirable, admirable about the... <laughs> you sound like me. I know. It's stripped-down operating system. Just the games, man. Nothing fancy. Just a long bar of applications with some ancillary stuff underneath. Now, more than a year later, the PlayStation 4's software situation feels more like more like more of an issue. The console is lacking basic features like an easily browsable game library or the promised suspend-resume system. It's far too difficult to tweak settings, and many functions are buried in counterintuitive places. The console still lacks DLNA streaming support, and there's still no HBO Go app, though both are expected to arrive sometime. Okay, first Yeah, but I don't think the, the HBO Go app isn't even launched yet. I don't I don't know. I mean it's on like I don't my yes. it's on phones and stuff, but I don't know. Um Are you so, sure? Yeah, I have it on my phone. Oh I guess then you're sure. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay, so going to the first thing they said and the um how, you know uh it, there's no easily browsable game library now, granted, I only have a, a handful of games, but I'm okay with that because I feel like the games that you play all the time are going to be in the top of your list. The one, and then you know, if you really want to go look for another one, then you go look for it. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, the other thing is the promised suspend resume system. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that. But at the same time, that's something that they said that would be coming in the future. They didn't say it would be this year. They didn't say it would be at release. What huh. this what this doesn't mention is all the stuff that has been added, such as the remote play and the fact that you can now take over a friend's game and play. Also, that you can um, you can play multiplayer games when only one person has the copy. You know, it's stuff like that that they they're not mentioning that that really frustrated me about this one. Yeah, I guess this has been out longer than I thought. <laughs> what it's been out for the Android since. April 29, 2011. Yeah, yeah, it's been out a long time for... Uh, and for the iPhone. Yeah. It's 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 on PlayStation 3. It's been out since January 16, 2014 on PlayStation 3. It's all, It came out for Xbox 360 on March 27, 2012. And it's on Xbox One since November 20th of this year. It's still not on the PlayStation 4 or Amazon Fire Kindle okay, or TV. But, but again, that's not a huge... It's not a huge thing, you know? It's like... But it, does, it feels like it does, it's not their their um, software's or, fault. Yeah, exactly. You know um, why? You know. Yeah, and if it's on PlayStation Three, it should definitely be able to go on PlayStation Four. So it must be something on HBO Go's part. Of, yeah, it, it I would de- think definitely could be. Uh, and the lack of DLNA um, streaming support, honestly, that's like one of those. If you don't know what it is you're not going to use it and the majority of people won't use it. So, I mean, yes, it should be there because Xbox 360 had it and everything and you know, it's old it's an older technology now. But it's like 
You're, they, I feel like they nitpicked in this. Um, just to continue what they said, um, there's a lot of straight-up problems, too. The uh, 2.0 software launch was an embarrassment, causing systems to hard lock when put to sleep, causing other smaller, aggressive issues. PlayStation Network seems to suffer from regular outages, um, which is increasingly a big deal in the era of always online games. Um, so basically, the software 2.0 and their, the hard locks when it puts to sleep, they fix that within uh, one patch. For most people, I had that only happened to me once. Like I put it in the sleep mode. Me too. And I could not get it to get out of the sleep mode. Same here. It happened to me once, and I they had patched it. They patched it, and as far as I know, it's not an issue anymore. They didn't mention that. You know, it's like it's. I don't know. I just feel like they they were hating, and then they mentioned at the end, oh, there's some really cool features like the share play and remote play, but Sony really needs to you know get the fundamentals up to scratch. And I'm just like, okay, I don't. Agree well, there are some things, and they just actually had a recently update. That update that helped with that. There was some fundamental stuff, but they it's a lot better. They also have voice control now. Well, they yeah, and they they increased their voice control too because they had a little, but it wasn't much. Uh, not really. You they could, didn't have you it. could like play and stuff like you could like start stuff and. I that, never knew until they had that. That's update because they show. didn't they didn't publicize it until the last patch. Um, so. But yeah, you could use your headset or the PlayStation camera. Um, another the other thing is when they say that it's uh, where is it? A uh, PlayStation Eye, sir. Oh yeah. Uh, when they say um, it's far too difficult to tweak settings and many functions are buried in counterintuitive places, okay, the day I got my ex or my my PlayStation Four, I was able to understand every single setting on there. It took me an hour to figure out any of the settings on my brother's Xbox One. Now I'm right. I'm not saying no. huh. I don't know about that. Well, I okay, think maybe it wasn't an hour, but it was it was frustrating trying to find some of the stuff because well I. I, I can understand what you're saying though, because they changed so much. It was so funny, and I'm sorry I know I'm interrupting you. I'm going a little tangent, but when we went on back onto the 360 to actually play a game and uh-huh. screw around on some stuff on the Xbox 360 when we were playing Judgment, uh-huh. I was just like doing things that were so natural to me. Like it didn't take me a second to be like, "Oh, how do you do this again?" Yeah, like with the Xbox One and stuff, it was so natural just to do, it, and it flowed so well. And I said to myself, "Why the freaking hell?" Did they not keep it like this? And that's exactly what I mean. So if if you put if you put PlayStation Four on here for this, there should have been Xbox on here. That's basically what I'm saying. You know, what I, I mean? still can't believe that you can't send voice text. Oh, I know. That drives me nuts. Why can't I send a voice text? Oh, because they want you to use Skype. Kiss yeah. my ass. Yep. Uh, the next one is Rise of Tomb Raider is a timed Xbox exclusive. Again, this is something that I feel is like nitpicking because. It's a timed exclusive. Um, what should have been on here, if anything, and actually a lot of people in the comments complain, is the whole Street Fighter is exclusive to Xbox or to PS4. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, um, is, this is shit starting to get it, like, like to me, like certain games, obviously, like okay, Killzone, that's an exclusive. That's obviously the reason why that's a kill, that's an exclusive on PS4. Um, Gears or Halo, exclusive, perfectly fine. But Call of Duty games. Street Fighter games, Tomb Raider games, you know, all these games to me should not be exclusive. I totally agree. And I think the timed exclusive is stupid, but I also don't think it's something that really need to be complained about. Um, and also, so people in the comments were talking and Street Fighter 4 is also um, being funded a lot in part by Sony. So that's the reason it's going to be a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Makes sense. Um, however, um, uh, Tomb Ra- Rise of Tomb Raider is not being funded. They just paid extra so that um, after the game was already made, they paid extra so it could go on their console first. 
Um, now, you know, you might say, well, there's no, really no difference. So, Sony decided to fund the game before it came out, so it's exclusive. But, I mean, that kind of makes sense. You know, if, if, like, for example, if you funded something, you'd want the exclusivity to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, let's see. Final Fantasy Seven uh, coming to the PlayStation 4. So, for those of you who don't know, a couple weeks ago there was this big thing, and it was like, relive the classical masterpiece of Final Fantasy Seven. And people got so excited and everything, and all it is is the port of the horribly made uh, PC version to the PlayStation 4, not the remake that everyone was wanting. I feel like the fact that Final Fantasy VII is not being remade is on the list of most disappointments every single year. I'm so tired of it, because it's a good game, but you know what? Get over it. That was like PlayStation 1. That was so long ago. Get over it. Yeah. Um, Watchdogs in general. Um, uh, that's what I heard. This game was a big flop. Yeah, I was looking forward to it too, and then when it came out, it got like sixes and stuff, and I'm like, nope. But see, I don't go off of that. Like, I'm gonna go off of either me playing it or like people I trust that have played it. Well, like I'm not. I never go off of the critics. Yeah, just no, because I agree. What it was is okay. What it was is I saw the sixes and then I read into it, and then it was like, okay, I see why I I wouldn't want to play this game. Um. I already had, like, my doubts about the game in the first place. Yeah. Because just when I saw those, it, like, looked, like, kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, okay, so I have to try to get through this area. And I have to use my watch and iPad to turn off this light as I'm hiding from this person. And at the same time, using my signal thing to let this person know where to pick me up. And i got to set this up. as this guy's I was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I'm going to just shoot someone. <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> Yep, yep. Um, the next one, and I, I totally agree with this, but I also think it's something... Well, I guess it belongs to be on the list. Um, the PlayStation Now. So, Sony's proposed solution for the PS4's lack of backward compatibility to let us stream games from older systems directly to the PlayStation 4 and Vita sounds okay on paper, but there's a catch. You have to rent games individually, and prices um, to do so were ridiculous at launch. Well, prices have lowered somewhat since then. They remain far too high. Who on earth wants to pay $30 to rent a digital game for a limited period of time? Oh, why, should any, why should anybody who, who already owns the game on an older system pay for a temporary privilege to stream it on the PlayStation 4? PlayStation Now was already an imperfect solution, and the audacity of Sony's pricing model is just insulting. I agree with this 100%, and I think that um, it will be remedied in the next year. So maybe this. I hope so because yeah, that sounds ridiculous. That's almost. It sounds like them. But you know what? It already sounds like PlayStation now. Unless they fix it quick, it's something that's going to be like PlayStation Home for PS3. Yeah. Oh, we're going to fix it. 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 We're going to fix. Oh, new console. Well, honestly, <laughs> what they need to do, what they need to do, is they 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 should just have another tier of um, uh, PS Plus. You know, you can get your basic PS PS Plus for the fifty dollars a year, or whatever, or pay an additional $50 a year and you get access to uh, PlayStation Now and unlimited streaming. Or that even just... or even 150 a year because it's it'd still be worth it if you want to play those old games. Um, but yeah, no, you know, like I went on today or yesterday and I forgot what game it was. Um, I was like, oh, this is on PlayStation 4 now. And it doesn't actually say PlayStation Now when it's when it's advertising it. So I clicked on it and it's like $2.99 and then it's like you can play this game now for, uh, for four, or what was it? Was it four day? No. Four hours for two ninety nine, yeah, something like that. Taste the game. Something, yeah, something ridiculous. Um, next one is Destiny. Well, I want to say real quick. Um, 
uh, sorry, I was typing something, <laughs> but uh, what's it called? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, like they don't want to do backwards compatibility, which they could do, but they don't want to do that. So then, what are they going to do? They're going to have you rent a game for thirty bucks. I mean, and you don't even get to keep it. I mean, hell, yeah. I can go back out and pay pay eighty bucks for a used um PlayStation two PlayStation or one two. or whatever. Or yeah, whatever, and um, go out and buy the games for cheaper than that and get to keep it. Yep. It just doesn't make sense. Like, really, what are you thinking? If I pay 30 bucks for an old game, first of all, that's just ridiculous. But then to tell me that I only have it for a limited time and I can only do one at a time? Yeah. For me, if, if they want to charge a rental fee, charge $3 for a week. You know what I mean? Something like that. And even that's a lot of money for an older game. But you figure someone like me, um, okay, not someone like me, someone who just wants to play the game and not collect it. $3 a week, they're probably done with the game. And if not, they pay another $3. You know, it's two weeks for $6. That's not bad at all. But but you're looking at $30 for, like, that's like that's basically, like, um, uh, yeah, it, it's expensive. I don't know. It, 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 it's just bad system, and they, they really need to remedy it. Um, so next one's Destiny Story. Now, I, I can kind of feel on this one. So... A lot of I'm people... on the fence on it. Okay. Because like I said, to me, Destiny is way more funner when I'm playing with a, one or two guys and we're just bullshitting the whole time, shooting up shit. Yeah. The story okay. could have had more depth to it. So here's here's what happened with Destiny. And um, when it was originally released, there was a lot of information released about what Destiny's story is supposed to be. They promised a lot of content that the current story didn't even touch on. They promised, um, you know, like more like a story, like a, ma- a Mass Effect, really in depth, you know, lots of, um, lots of uh, emotion and stuff, and it just didn't deliver. Was it a good game? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Would I have enjoyed the story as much if I had expected as much as they promised? Probably not. And I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. A lot of people expected so much more, so it fell so short. Um, so that's basically it. Um, here's something that. I don't know how we missed, Patrick, this next one. Oh, EA... yeah, uh, on, on Destiny. Yeah, you asked me if I'm done talking about the damn thing. Well, you you <laughs> didn't say anything. I'm sorry. Well, because you were still talking. Then you said, okay, and now on to the next one. Um, the thing with me with Destiny 2 is I think that, and this might be weird coming from me because I'm not an MMO person. I think they should have just made it straight MMO. Uh, like the way the gameplay is. I like, agree. Similar. It, just make it an MMO where you can go on uh, this av- lavish places on Earth. You can go to Mars because you're limited on where you're going you know, on Earth, and you're limited where you go on each place. But then it's like, just to me, they could have just made it so much more to have it like that than to just try to limit it into it uh, into a console. Game, or, you know, they should just made it into an MMO for your console, like they did for Final Fantasy. I mean, yeah. that would have been a lot better. Well, or 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 go the opposite direction and take away that whole we want our game to last for years and years, and just go for a really good uh, game. Don't worry about that end game. Keep coming up with expansions and stuff to expand the story, but don't worry about oh, you know, it's going to take you know fifty hours or a hundred hours to get from uh, level. Uh, 20 to 30 kind of thing, you know. Because you know what? If you have a good story and, and okay, for example, look at Gears of War, like you were just talking about uh, earlier. 
people still play that multiplayer game. Why? Because it has great fundamentals. It has a it's a great game. If they had done tried to do that instead of made it this awesome MMO um, RPG first person shooter hybrid, then I think they would have it would have gotten a lot farther. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. This is a good part right here. They're talking about the for the DLC here. I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, yeah. tell me why I'm going over here to kill people. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. All right, uh, let's move on. Um, so this one, like I said, this is something that I hadn't even heard of this year. Um, maybe you had, and it, I, it somehow just slipped through our crack. Oh, that didn't sound right. Crack. <laughs> um, so it says uh, this is called EA Access. This year, EA had a notion to start a Netflix-like subscription service that gives players access to its games for a flat monthly fee. Oh, I remember talking about this. Really, I don't remember. You talking about this, or maybe I heard it on a different podcast. I remember hearing about this. Oh, I don't know. Um, that sounds like a neat idea, but unfortunately, EA Access doesn't live up to the Netflix comparison. For five dollars a month, or roughly the cost of a full price game a year you get access to a pretty small list of games, mostly of which are pretty old. You get a 10% discount at EA Games, though you'd need to buy a lot of those um, for the service to pay for itself. New, big-ticket games are nowhere to be seen, with Dragon Age Inquisition getting a limited early demo and Titanfall specifically excluded from all EA Access features, per the Surface fine print. On top of that, EA Access is only for the Xbox One. It really is a good idea, but in its first incantation... Uh, incantation, uh, it's not exactly all the all-you-can-play buffet we'd hope to see from a major publishing, publisher's subscription service. Um, so basically, it was kind of like, hey, we're going to give you this awesome service, but we're not going to give you any good games for it. Yeah, we're going to give you games from 1992. Yeah, we want you to buy our new games, but we also want you to subscribe to this. So, you know, yeah. it's like... And i tell you what, I, I'll sidetrack from the EA Access... How the hell do me, you, I don't even know if Kevin, I haven't talked to Kevin, not have played Dragon Age yet? I know. I'm hoping to get it uh, for Christmas. That's the only reason I, I didn't buy it uh, yesterday, actually. Well, if anything, I'm going to wait till after Christmas, so. Yeah. I know. But it's kind of funny. That was like, remember, the first one came out, we got it. Well, you guys got it, and then I got it, and I got into it. And then the second one, we couldn't wait to get it. We couldn't wait to play. We couldn't wait to talk about it. We haven't mentioned shit about this game. Well, it's, it, 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 for me on my end, it's, um, I actually told Desiree, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this game. And she goes, well, why don't you let my dad buy it for you maybe for Christmas? And then she goes, I don't know if he will, but, you know, that might be something that, because um, he asked like, me what you want. Do so I then, gamble on that? <laughs> I know. So then now um, I'm forced to wait till after Christmas if I don't get it. So, um, yeah. but you know, um, all right. Next one. Next one. Uh, Titanfall burns bright and fades away. And I, I think hearing you about this game, I think this is pretty true. Um, it says we were all excited for Titanfall. Turns out we had good reason to be. The game came out and it was a hell of a lot of fun. We played the heck out of it for a few weeks, had a blast, and then well we kind of just stopped playing based on a poll we did a little while back a lot of you did too the game had a lot of going for it great level design smooth controls huge robots it just didn't have the stickiness to keep us playing which for a multiplayer only game can be a real killer um these ga- these days it can be hard to find people to play with and some of the matchmaking yeah, like i don't towns. know about that one he's probably talking about certain that... modes uh... Maybe certain modes, arbitration, which is the biggest one anyways, which is just normal matchmaking, is always going. The new feature, if you haven't tried it, go try it. The um, 
Oh, crap. What? Frontier Defense. Frontier oh. Defense. Where it's kind of like a horde mode, and you have to protect this one beacon. Yeah, that's what they it just said. Yeah, um, that, uh, that thing is awesome. But, like, I mean, if, if you're in, I was just playing the story mode today, and that's, I mean, you can get through that, you know, it's, which is all multiplayer too, but I didn't have no problem. I got right into a game, and I was playing for about four or five levels. I didn't have no problem with it. Now, that's the, the ones I play. I yeah. don't really play Headhunter. I don't really play Capture the Flag. Yeah. But then... Me and Angelo, Angelo was the the team leader or whatever, and he put it on the mixture. They have one where you can just like, um, what's random. the word I'm looking for? Yeah, random. And it'll it'll choose between the different stories. Like you can play arbitration this one, and the next one you can be playing capture the flag. I mean, we, it, we loaded and played through. So I think that's a little bullshit. Well, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. That well, again, I, I I find him a little biased. So you know, maybe yeah, he's he... full of shit on that one. Yeah. Um, yes, it has died down. I would say more from the hype that it was. I think they they do they did need to add some uh, more maps. And um, I mean, I, I think they need to add a little better, like more interactive stuff in the maps. Yeah. And I also, I, I wish they would have done a mode where, you, like, th- there's monsters flying around in the background. I wish they would have done a mode where you had to fight these things off somehow. Yeah. Well, a strategy way. I remember at one point you literally saying on the podcast, I I played Titanfall again. I don't know why I stopped playing that game. I just did. Or something like that. I, and that's basically what he's saying, though, is, like, there's... It just yeah, but it didn't take too long for me to get back into it. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, I have fun playing that. I mean, like, normally I like playing multiplayer games always by myself. I usually want some of my friends in there. I'll still play them without them. But this one, I don't have no problem jumping on and doing a couple of rounds. I might put the mic on mute. No one really talks on Maybe that might be it, too. No one really talks on yeah. Titanfall. It's very rare that you find someone that talks. Well, that's the same as Destiny. And, like you never hear voices, hardly. And normally... When we play, we, whoever I'm playing with, we go into a party anyways. Yeah. So we're usually talking about private shit that we don't want people to hear anyways. But, like, if you're playing Call of Duty or Gears, people are talking shit. People are – it's going on the whole time. But in Titanfall, no one really talks. So that might be why people are kind of like, eh, well, whatever. Yeah, maybe. It's, maybe it's kind of sad. It's to a sad point to where people need to hear that people talking shit to them or or get all that going for them to be more interested in the game where they know if they go to Call of Duty and they kill, like, two people, you're going to hear, oh, F you, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on. Uh, next one is Xbox One still doesn't have a screenshot button. Again, I feel like this is more of a nitpick and kind of like a really kind of thing. Um, so it says, it may seem like a little thing, but it isn't. The PlayStation 4's dedicated screenshot button has proven to be one of the console's neatest, most useful features and makes games feel more social and shareable in precisely the way console manufacturers are always promising. First of all, I have shared only two or three screenshots in all the time I've played my PlayStation 4. And that was it's there. And that was always the because of uh, Destiny and showing off my new gear. On the other side, I have recorded over a dozen, maybe even two dozen videos, and I think that that's the feature that is um, uh, the the console's newest, coolest, newest feature. Um, well, the thing with me is probably the e- the easiest way to use Twitch, but I I even haven't really been doing that in a long time. But I think because I, the one thing I don't like about Twitch, and maybe I think Angelo said he figured it out or something, but like if I'm streaming that video and then I stop, I'd rather have it been recorded and you can go back and watch it. You know, I, I, that's one thing I don't like about Twitch is like I, I want to have videos up there. Yeah, 
you know, you, you have to upload them pretty much. But like uh, Xbox, yeah, I got a shitload of videos, and I want to be able to edit them. I wish I could take them and put them wherever the hell I want, but you know they're only going to allow you to do it on Xbox. Oh, like yeah. I'd like to put a bunch of those videos together. Maybe there is a way to do it. I haven't figured it out yet, or I haven't really really looked into it anyways. I know you can with the, uh, PS4. Put put these videos together and maybe upload it to YouTube. Yeah, on PS4, they, they even have the awesome video editor. It's really cool. They have an editor on there, too, but I don't know. What I'm saying, though, is to be able to take that video from my Xbox and put it on, say, YouTube or something. I'm sure there's a way because, um, I mean, I you can do that on, on PlayStation, no problem. So I'm sure there's a way. It's Yeah. Um, I, so, but then again, like I said, I haven't really, really tried to look into it. Um, so it basically says, um, a lot of us continuously use it, and as games continue to include nifty photo modes, it seems like a safe bet that we'll be using it even more. Okay, first of all, if the game includes a photo mode, wouldn't that mean that it does take the screenshot? I mean, I don't understand, because like, um, like, uh, what was it, Last of... Oh, well, that was PlayStation 4, but... I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then it says, yes, we know Nintendo systems support screenshots in a variety of ways, too. So it's really only Xbox One that doesn't have screenshots. Um, the Xbox One's lack of um, comparable function is increasingly glaring. Games like Shadow of Mordor might add a neat 360-degree d- photo mode. But in order to get a screenshot, Xbox One users have to go through a conv- convoluted process of capturing a video, exporting it, and grabbing the screenshot. Um... So again, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I'd rather just post a video and share the video than share a screenshot. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe maybe the majority of gamers aren't like that. Maybe they would like to, a screenshot. I don't know. Uh, anything to add on that one? No, I think we both pretty much on that one. Thank you for giving me the option. <laughs> um, all right, so next is the game Thief was a big disappointment. That's what I heard. Um, yeah, I've heard that this is... Angelo a, seemed to enjoy it. Well, that's the thing. I've heard that this is a good game if you pay 40 bucks for it. But it's not worth full price. That's basically a quote from uh, one of my friends who does a lot of um, uh, Twitch streaming and stuff. And he's actually pretty popular now. But anyway, um, that's basically what he said. It's a fun game, but I, he wished he hadn't paid full price for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also uh, basically a remake of, of the – because the series has been around for a long time. Uh, it says the series has more or less invented the stealth simulation genre back in the 90s and after a decline in quality over the years, felt ripe for a triumphant reboot. When word arrived, the new Thief game was being made by Edos, um, or Edos Montreal, the same studio that responsible for their terrific Deus Ex Human Revolution, we were psyched. But when the game came out, it was a real stinker earning a place among the year's worst games. How did Bastards. it all go so wrong? Rumor and support reports suggest the game development was deeply troubled with constant change in personnel and leadership. Um, so yeah, basically it was a bad game. <laughs> Here's another one that I'm I'm 50% agree with him on, on and not. Um, tiny hard drives. When the PlayStation 4, the Wii U, and the Xbox One launched... I am completely were... on this shit. Well, let me tell you why I say I half agree. Uh, people were understandably a little bit nervous about hard drive space. 500 gigs um, for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, or 32 gigs for the biggest Wii U, just didn't seem like a lot of room. Particularly it's considering... Not. 
particularly considering how games keep <laughs> getting bigger as they get more elaborate. Turns out, yep, not enough room. Just a year into each console's lifespan, most of us have completely run out of space. There are solutions for this, of course. You can install a bigger hard drive on your PlayStation 4 or use an external USB drive with your Xbox One or Wii U. All the same, we just got these things. Would a terabyte have been too much to hope for? Okay, so the reason I say 50% agree with this is because I feel like the PlayStation 4 was like, you know what, we're going to give you this hard drive. Um, you can upgrade it. Well, we know it. you're going to upgrade it. Yeah, you can upgrade it right out of the box. So, you know what, before you even turn on your system, you can upgrade to a, a 2 terabyte if you want. But why, why, but why wouldn't they just do, give you the option for that right off the bat? Okay, that would have been cool if they were like, hey, we're going to sell this other, this this upgraded version like they did with, but they did it without the PlayStation 3 and people complained. If you but, the, but what I'm saying is they should be, it should be the standard. Uh, well, I mean, okay. In all honesty, how much, do you think it would have cost them that much money to put a terabyte in there instead of 500? No, I don't. Um, but I, also, I mean, would it really affect the price, especially I, since they, they knocked off the, uh, the uh, PlayStation Eye and, yeah. and made it. Um, no, a hundred dollars cheaper. It wouldn't even cost that much to have more to have a terabyte. No, and I th- I think that the whole reason um, that, but I I just think that PlayStation was kind of like we know it's not going to be enough, but you know what, you can easily upgrade it. As where Xbox um, One was kind of like we think it's going to be enough. That's how I felt, and they were like, I don't feel like they felt that way, but at the same time, my my biggest thing is, and I was just it's funny that we, that this is on the story because I didn't read the story part of you putting it on, and I was just talking about this with with uh, the sub night miles. It pisses me off. I had my th- I've had my three sixty since day well, not the same one, but the same hard drive. Like I, I mean, I've upgraded it, and all of my stuff has come over. I never really deleted anything off my hard drive on my- since two thousand and five. Yeah, since that game, since it came out. On my I first really, I mean, I might have, I did. Well, I mean, I might have deleted a, a demo or anything, but pretty much any game I downloaded, whether I liked it or not, is on that hard drive. Yeah. Um, All the save stuff and everything. I, I have a 500 gigabyte hard drive right now in my Gears of War 3 Special Edition um, Xbox 360. And I have probably, I think, 200-something gigabytes left. This is from a system that, from 2005 with God knows how many games, downloaded games like like the um, mini games, like the like for example, like uh, Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat trilogy one that came out, um, the I have Dig Dug, you know shit like that. <laughs> no, yeah. And the the reason why there's not enough space is because they're making you download the freaking. I'm trying not to. I've realized I've cussed a lot of this episode, but downloads. The freaking game onto the system from the disc. No, I, and I agree. And it's retarded because, in all oh, honesty, they have to. no, they don't. Yeah, they do because no, um, they don't. It doesn't. It's, I haven't noticed any big difference in loading time or anything. Well, that's because the game actually wouldn't. It would. The loading time would be bad if you didn't do that. It's not that it's better because it's because. Well, then, then, then they should have waited to come out with a new system to be able to that be able to handle that. They're, they're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna rush out a system. To I have to download this shit onto the game, a, a Blu-ray disc that um, PlayStation Three was using Blu-ray, and they didn't have to do that. Well, I mean, it's the same as PC, though. I mean, you know, PC, you always have to download the stuff. It, you never run it off of a CD. That's what the, I mean. I know that it's been like that with consoles. You've always just put in the media and you play it. But but that's the biggest thing. Like, if you know you're gonna have to download a game, and you have games like Assassin's Creed or a game like, um, uh. Titanfall. I'm trying to think of one of the uh, like big, the big ones. 
you know, Assassin's Creed is probably one of the biggest ones. Or even Death, Death, Dead Rising 3, because it was pretty open and there's a lot of stuff going on in that game. You know, um, it's just ridiculous to me that I have a system that has been out for a year. I got it day one, day one edition, number one at the GameStop that I was at. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> and you're gonna, and, and, and you're gonna tell me at this point I have 85 gigabytes left. I'm at 73 or something like that percent used. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. But I also, like, I also feel like I have eight games on my, on my system right now. Eight I, games. Yeah. And I also feel like, um, I also feel like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a little jaded about the whole, uh, space thing because I have been, uh, into computers so much, but I feel like if we, even if we came with a two, uh, a terabyte, hard drive we would be having this conversation in a year from now the game the system's only been out for a little over a year or a year and a half and but you know what i would have given up for two or three years uh, three years for the terabyte then then one year that's just ridiculous like i said i have eight games on my on my xbox one assassin's creed 4 assassin's creed unity shit uh halo the collection uh the Evil Within, which I haven't even played, that's all crystal right there. I had that on that Target, the two buy two get one free game. Mm-hmm. Um, Titanfall, Dead Rising three. What are the other two? I'm gonna go blank now. Destiny? Oh, Alien Isolation. What was that Destiny? No, I have it on PlayStation four. Oh, I thought you were talking about on PlayStation. I wasn't. I'm talking about, I'm talking about on, on on my Xbox. Yeah, uh, and one other one. Wow, complete blankage. It's all good. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you get the point. Like, yeah. there's no way that those, you know, the eight games that I have on there. That I mean, after eight games in in one year, that I should just be like, oh damn, I already need space. It's just, <laughs> and then some of the patches are crazy. Yeah, you know, I think one of the patches for. Or, or something like that for Dead Space 3 was like almost 20 or 30 gigabytes. Remember when we were talking about that? Yeah. It was like huge. And it's like, holy shit, man. Oh, Call of Duty Ghost. That's the other one. Oh, okay. Well, one of the other ones. I, I think that's seven. But anyways, either way, eight games. Yeah. Eight, eight flipping games, and I'm already, I have to go out and buy an external hard drive because I'm not going to have enough space. And that seems ridiculous because I'm thinking about PC, and it's like... But the I, thing about a PC is that their hard drives, if you know you're going to game on it, you already know you're going to have a big hard drive. But, I mean, I I have, like, a terabyte hard drive, and I have, like, 15, like, 10 games downloaded, 15, and I don't, I still have, like, 200 gigs. So, I'm I'm wondering, I, I know the reason is because uh, PCs, the, the components run faster, and they can un, um, un-archive faster and all that stuff, but it's like... Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's kind of weird that it takes so much. Um, but let, let's move on, though, because uh, this episode's running really long. But um, So we have two more. So the next one is Sony's fall lineup. Um, and while I do agree with this one, I th- kind of feel like, well, what has... And maybe you can correct me on this again. What has Xbox come out with in this fall that is so good? You know what I mean? Can you think of what... Xbox exclusives have come out this fall that would make their fall lineup good? 
You know what? I'm gonna look it up while you read this. Yeah, go ahead. So I'll read it. Um, Sony PS4 built up a huge head of steam over the year, handily outselling its competitors and earning generally positive buzz. And then fall arrives, and well, the games just weren't that exciting. Oh, sure, you had plenty of good cross-platform games. Um, such as Shadows of Mordor, Destiny, and, and Far Cry 4, but where are the big Sony exclusives? Where are the games showed off uh, that showed off what the PlayStation 4 could really do? The biggest planned exclusive, The Order 1866, was delayed into next year. The other one, Drive Club, was a niche driving game to begin with and launched with a raft of connectivity problems. That all left the PlayStation 4 without a big game to call its own. Of course, it's better to delay games than, not release them, or to, than to release them broken and unfinished, all the same, it was difficult to look at the PlayStation 4's fall lineup and not feel like something was missed. Um, and I was trying to think of what games, what exclusives came out on... on, on uh, so this would be quarter three, right? No, it, uh, fall would be quarter four. Cause it would or be, no. Yeah, fall started in October, so it would be the last three months. Which is well, it's quarter- this, well, this quarter... Quarter three, and after the quarter three, it says October. So I think you're. Wouldn't quarter four be winter? No, fall is. I guess I guess it would technically be a little earlier than that, but it's like part part of quarter three, part of quarter four. Okay, well I'm starting here in, in let's see. I'm looking August. Nothing. It would have been on both Minecraft. It would have been on both. For Horizon Two is that Microsoft exclusive? What was Horizon- it called? Horizon, that racing game. Oh, Forza? There you go, Forza. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. Uh, it says Microsoft on it, so let's see. Uh, Tetra, uh, this. Oh, yeah, it looks like it is a Microsoft. But, I mean, again, that's that's like a... Nerd. All right, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking right now. I'm not... Yeah. Alien Isolation came out for both. Middle Earth Shadow, that came out for both. Dragon Age came out for both. It says Evolution, but that game didn't come out. Yeah, I don't see anything specifically. That's okay. That so, would be a big. So that's exactly oh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Is you know, um, yeah. Granted, I know Sony went ahead and promised a lot, but at the same time, if you're gonna put PlayStation on here about not releasing, games, yeah, that's something like that is something that should have been for. It's like just been the the fall lineup, you know. Yeah, let me let me try going to this Xbox. So I'm I'm on. looking right now and let's see. So Yeah, I can't think of anything that would be Um Yeah, again, I mean I'm looking now and I don't see anything. Uh Alien Isolation, um was that uh Xbox One exclusive? No. Okay. Um Again, I mean, oh yeah. So now we're in 2015. Or oh no, that's not it, But um, well, anyway, the only other thing I can think of that was exclusive, Halo Master is, Chief Edition. No, well, besides that, is that what was that one? Ah, oh, shit. I was thinking about getting it too. Um, I don't know. <sighs> the one where you're like. Uh, the energy drink turned everybody into mutants. I don't know. The hell's the name of that game? I'm gonna look it up on GameStop. Okay, yeah, but I know I, as soon as I see, as soon as I, as soon as I see it, I'm gonna be like, God dang it, I know <laughs> what it is. 
Um, the but, one where it's... Uh, but yeah, like so... Music. I don't know. Go ahead and look it up, though. Um, so anyway, so yeah, just... Talk like that. Just basically, I feel like, again, it's not just Sony's... Again, I, I feel like this person is uh, biased against uh, PlayStation. But anyway, um, it's not Sony's PlayStation 4 lineup. It's just the game lineup at the end of this year. It just didn't didn't pan out very well. Uh, and while you're looking that up, I'm going to go to the last one. And it just says, the Steam Machines. And it says, hey, remember Steam Machines? They were going to be so cool. Valve was getting into hardware. They had this weird new controller and a new operating system. And we're sending, and we're sending out... Um, super powerful mini PCs to people to test. Truly, a new era of PC gaming was upon us. But was it really? From the start, it had all been clear. It hadn't all been clear what a Steam machine really is. It's a PC defi- des- designed to fit comfortably in the living room and somehow affiliated or branded with Valve. What made a Steam machine a Steam machine rather than a boutique PC running Valve software? Um, when Valve hosted a Steam machine unveiling last year at CES, things didn't get much cl- clearer. Basically, they had 13 custom PCs made by well-known companies like Alienware and Gigabyte. They were basically just living room PCs. Valve's new prototype Steam controller was strange and certainly compelling, but its wide release had been delayed and remained unclear whether the final controller will look like the prototype. Steam OS looks seemed cool enough, but it can run on your PC already. Um, so basically, it was it was supposed to be this revolutionary for you know console games. Um, PC slash console games, bringing them together, and it just didn't happen. I knew that was going to happen from the beginning because anybody who actually paid attention, I don't know why he's saying that it wasn't clear because anybody who paid attention knew exactly what it was. It was a mini PC for your front room that uh, mm-hmm. was video game focused. So um, This is driving me effing nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I don't see it. Sunset Overdrive, damn it. Oh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that was a. Uh, was it? Cracks me up. Yeah, it was Xbox One mm-hmm. exclusive. It cracks me up that sixty bucks for Grand Theft Auto Five. You gotta be effing kidding me. I know that's what I was telling you earlier. It's really yeah. I mean, I know they had that. Like, I know, and I kind of missed on it that Target deal where you could turn in the three sixty game or the PS three game, and you can get half off on the new one. That's still ridiculous, though. Thirty, but well, thirty bucks—that to me wouldn't be bad. But you're giving a game to to get fifty percent off. I don't know. Yeah, but most likely, if you're buying the same game to play on the upgraded system, you're not going to really go back to the three sixty version. Yeah, that's true. But but yeah, it's just ridiculous. And you could actually probably buy a three sixty version for cheaper than that anyway. Exactly. Um. Well, anyway, so that's the end of the list. The Steam Machines is the last one. Uh, overall. I agree with a, probably only about 50% of this list, and um, it, it 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 hasn't been the best year for gaming, but a year after consoles come out is always a slow and kind of tedious year. That's, it's just notoriously that way. I remember the year after the PlayStation 3 and, and Xbox 360 came out, um, we were based, or I mean, we didn't have a podcast at the time, but it was kind of like, well, nothing good happened this year. Well, 2000, well, let's see. 2006, I can say that's when Gears came out. Well, I didn't say there was no good games because there's been great games this year. It's just it's not a particularly special year in gaming. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like we were talking about it earlier, like before the podcast. Or maybe it was when I said about Game of the Year, when I said about The Last of Us. I mean, that game technically came out last year, so I couldn't use that game. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't personally say 
want to say that that was one of my it's one of my top games from this year but i wouldn't i couldn't say hey this is the best game of the year because it came out last year yeah that's like that's like next year saying man devil may cry 4 was the best game that came out <laughs> for the xbox one and ps4 dude that game came out in 2008 for the 360 ps3 yeah yeah but i mean yeah. i mean to me i'd be like dude it's still a great game and the graphics looks way better yeah but you say it, yeah you know yep 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 that's me rambling. All right, so with that, that is finally the end of our episode. Just real quick, um, we were going to talk about Christmas, but uh, the episode ran let's really... Just, huh? Let's just go through it real quick. Well, I was just going to say, we'll do it quick, but uh, the episode did run really long, so I'm not going to do what I had planned. Um, so just real quick, uh, and we've already kind of already talked about a few things. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas? What's your gaming Same. plans? or? Well... Christmas is pretty much uh, same thing every year. It's kind of tedious. I mean, not seeing that's affecting them seeing family, but like so Friday or excuse me, Friday Christmas Eve. Uh, my family, my dad's side of the family is coming over um, for Christmas, and which will be cool. Then Sunday morning, um, we'll, we usually switch off either at my parents in the morning or uh, Crystal's parents in the morning mm-hmm. but this year we're just going to do my parents in the morning and then um, because her uh, I forget, oh her brother's working has to work Christmas Eve in the morning or Christmas Day in the morning oh, at the okay. movie theater so oh, wow. um, we're not going to go over there in the morning uh, we're going to go and then go to my uncle's which is my mom's side of the family um, around one or two then we'll be going to Crystal's mom's, uh, mom and dad's around six for another dinner and opening presents there. So that's, yeah. <laughs> which I actually found out though, which I probably won't get a lot of, I won't get any gaming in most likely Wednesday or Thursday. Cause I gotta work during the day. Oh really? Yeah. That sucks. Eh, well, it's whatever. Yeah. No one, no one, if it's, it's probably not going to be that busy. It's probably just going to be a half a day. Yeah, so, true. But still, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. So Wednesday, I'll be getting off and trying to help set up stuff around the house. Um, I, I made tamales today for that night because I, w- I knew I was going to be able to have the whole day to make them that day. So I'll have to get those out and ready. And anyways, then Christmas Day will be running over so much anyways. That by so, by Thursday night, I'll, I'll probably maybe get a little gaming in, but you know who knows. But I actually heard from my boss that we probably will be closed Friday. Yeah, that's what she said so, earlier. So, <laughs> that day I'll probably get some gaming in. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, for me, it's it's um, Christmas Eve. Uh, my wife works both days, but um, I'll be with my mom. Nurse, huh? Oh, yeah, but she's a nurse, so yeah, you got exactly. you know, prepared for that. Um, She probably won't have much work, probably three, three, three to four hours max um, each day. Um, so Christmas Eve, she'll probably work pretty early, get it done, and we'll be at my mom's for dinner, and then, um, that night, we'll stay over there with my brother and everything, and then Christmas Day, uh, we'll be at my mom's again, uh, I'm gonna, I, I guess I'm gonna be the one cooking breakfast this year, which is fine with me, I don't mind. Um, and then... You have a tradition for breakfast? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just normal, it's like eggs and, um, sausage, um, hash browns, you know... Um, we what we do is we usually uh, open presents and stuff before we eat, and then we eat. 
Um, I don't know. I I'm, don't know if it'll be like that this year. <laughs> well, if you open presents before you eat, then you normally, yeah, you would eat after. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I up. know. I just kidding. Um, and then after my wife gets off work that day, we're going to be going to her parents, um, where her brothers and everything, everybody will be, uh, spend Christmas evening there. Um, basically. Yeah. So uh, a little different than my traditional year, but, um, it's been a different kind of season for us. So, um, are you expecting any games for Christmas or ask for any games or anything? I have no idea. No one asked me what I wanted. I actually didn't really want to get anything for Crystal and have her get anything for me. Yeah. Um, like I said, she lost her job at the end of September, and she luckily she got one working at Amazon, um, but it's only part time. Yeah. Uh, but still, um, I was kind of like, we'll just get what, who we normally get for Christmas, and then just skip getting that stuff. And then she's like, oh, I got you some stuff for Christmas, and I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I did pretty much all my Christmas shopping uh, at work on Friday. Yeah. Or excuse me, Thursday because I had Friday off, uh, and they have already all showed up. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, uh, but, I, still, yeah. I still have to do a lot of my Christmas. Or I have to do Christmas shopping tomorrow, but I was going to say I, most of my Christmas shopping is done, and um, it should be getting here in the next two days. So, um, Yeah, but like the good thing is you have the day off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can, I'm can. i going to go uh, not like first thing in the morning, but I'll go pretty early. Um, but yeah, no, I did ask for Dragon Age for my birthday, and I did ask for another game. What was it? I'm trying to think of what other game I'd want right now that's pretty new i can't think of but i asked for two games um and i'm so desiree's mom does okay so since my nephews were born and came around and they are obsessed with video games and to the point where it's actually unhealthy uh my mother-in-law really has this negative outlook on games and i'm not going to get into that whole thing but i'll just leave it at that um so when her dad asked um, Desiree, like, oh, what should I get Jeremy? Should I get him a game? Her mom's like, no, don't encourage him. So, um, and I, I will just well, say... What does she care? It's not like you don't work. Like, if you were know, but some dude say, that did not do anything, like, to help out Desiree or something, and you were just like, oh, I'm just going to take her all the rest of my life and just, like, do nothing but play video games. That's one thing, but, like, you're a grown-ass man who does a podcast for video games and I know. you know it's like and not only that whatever. but bef- like years ago she's the one who actually bought me my first ds um but like i said she has a jaded view of video games because of um situations with stuff and i don't want to get into it but um i i understand what she's saying even though i don't agree with it obviously um and so i don't know if as, as desiree put it i don't know if um her mom will let her, her dad get me the game for Christmas. But if not, like I said, I'll just buy it myself. I don't really care. It'll be nice to get it, but if not, then I just go. Um, yeah, me and Desiree were also... Sorry, we choose not to say nothing. Me and Desiree were, <laughs> me and Desiree were also originally not going to get anything for Christmas for each other. And um, we kind of changed our mind. And so we did... Um, what's funny so we set a budget and then Desiree broke that budget so we set the budget a little higher and then I broke the budget so now it's like oh man because usually we're pretty good about keeping on budget she always spends more on me than I spend on her just because she likes shopping you know and so usually I try to (laughs) no you I I mean I get her a lot but so right yeah but when you but you know 20 things at the dollar 99 store is not even though it hey, looks like a lot. budget was $20, okay? No. But, like, if I set a $50 budget, it's like, I'll hit that $50, 
and then maybe go five dollars over, and but then she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I spent like a hundred on you." That I mean, that's just how she is. And you're like, great. "God damn it, I gotta go shopping." <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Um, so, but I still do have some things I gotta get her. I got her gift in today, and I really think she's gonna like it. It's a little different than the traditional gift that um, I normally get her. Um, and I'm not gonna say any more than that, even though she, I think, is sleeping. But she, you know, knowing her, she might be listening. So. Um, but yeah, so I'm really looking forward to giving her that gift. Um, but yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this Christmas. I, I didn't think I would be, uh, but I'm really looking forward to this Christmas. It's it's my favorite time of the year, and even though this year is a lot different, it's going to be a good Christmas, I think. Um, we will have a New Year's episode. Um, I don't... Well, yeah, okay, New Year's is a, still almost a week and a half away, so... Um, we will most likely record about a week after this one comes out, so it should be up around. Um, I, I'll say our next episode after this, and I know I'm, I'm going off, but I'm just trying to plan it out. We'll be out between the thirtieth and the first. So there we go. Sound good, Patrick? Um. Okay. All right. Uh. So that's Wait. it for our podcast this week on the show. Wait, the thirtieth or the first? Yeah. Damn, you're not going to get this up to that late? No, I said the next episode. Oh, I restrict that. This episode will be up within the next two days. God, it should be up tomorrow. You ain't working, are you? I have to go shopping tomorrow. But anyway, oh. um, so uh, on the show notes, I'll also have some really cool stuff, like the best cosplay of 2014, some awesome, awesome new uh, Final Fantasy 15 footage. Um, I hate Square Enix because they always make me want to freaking play their game even though I'm always like I'm not going to get excited about it and also um, the original Final Fantasy 15 trailer but this time with the English voiceovers and um, we'll be up there also and as we mentioned earlier the video that Pat excuse me the video that Patrick laughed about and hurt his back will be up on the show notes as well like I said you're going to look at him like oh this whole thing ain't that funny you gotta watch it the whole thing, like I said, the beginning part's real funny. Kind of staggers a little bit in the middle, but the very end is the best, and it's hilarious. So, to me, anyways, if you don't think so, hashtag kiss my ass. <laughs> um, and yeah, that is it for our episode. So, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so at, um, at kvgt04 at gmail dot com. Our website We're gonna get is sued one day by that. I know, huh? Our website is kvgtpodcast. Dark com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Uh, on YouTube, either search Knights of the Video Game Table or youtube.com slash kvgt04. I was just on that. We need to get some more videos up on that. I know. Also. I was putting up a lot, and then it, when I got this job, it was like, nope. <laughs> well, you better quit that damn job, then. <laughs> I know. Um... We are on Stitcher and iTunes. The best places to, to best places to, to subscribe to us are there, uh, and of course you can <laughs> um, you can tweet me at Soul Scribbler. You can tweet Patrick at Big Solo Six Four, and you can send a general tweet or follow the podcast um, at KVGT Podcast. You can also, which is you don't have it, you haven't had it put up here yet. Our Instagram is KVGT Podcast, which Jeremy never uses. I, I look at it and I like stuff. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, if you notice, also, if you go to our page on Facebook, I have made a 
Woman Crush Wednesday uh, folder. So any of the Woman Crush Wednesdays that I'd be doing on Instagram are now on the page also, and they're going to be on their own folder. Cool. Which I thought I'd just point that out. I don't know why I had to, but I felt like I did. Um, I'm going to skip my personal plugs this week uh, because uh, my main website is basically non-existent. Although I will say that if you, I do have been streaming more, and thank you for those of you who came out my last stream at twitch.tv slash evilkupo. Um, I, will, I mainly stream on the weekends, and I plan on streaming more. Patrick, uh, his blog is... PatrickStot64.blogspot.com. Yes, it's been about a month since I've written in it. Wrote in it. Whatever you want to say. Um, you said right the first time. Okay, good. Uh, I'm working on a post for some movies and... Movies, games, like top five movies, games, and TV shows of this year. Cool. Um, <clears throat> whoa, what the hell happened there? <laughs> you hit also, me <laughs> it was like that, 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 it sounded like my voice like cracked, but then was like in a harmony of something for a second. <laughs> it was like, oh. Uh, um, also, actually, I could probably do another one too. My best comics. Oh. Uh, also, um, I have some other ones. Uh, another, I, I, I got a. Uh, uh, WTF? Oh, what the fuck? Part three coming out. Um, so I got some stuff in the works. It's just between the end of the year work and a lot of bullshit that happened at work. I haven't been on it. So yeah, yeah. I I understand that. Well, but someone you... who doesn't write, like I said, I mean, like there's sometimes I'll I, I just get that burst of two or three posts in about a month, and then it's like a post a month. So I, I had my last post was I think in November. I haven't really had anything this month, and I think I had something at the very beginning of October. So it's it's about a post a month, so that's not bad. Yep, yep. Well, you know, it'd be like that. It does be like that. But before that, it'd be like that. You can find me on YouTube at Soul sixty four. Uh-huh. I got something in the works. Uh, it might not be on my page, but I will link it. Um, it's a video I made with one of my coworkers. Uh, it should be ready soon. Um, uh, I'll just let you know it's going to be funny and uh, I'll let you see it when. Cool. I'll let cool. You, know, you see when I get up. Uh, also, I am also on Twitch, which I haven't really been using. I understand, but you can still go and subscribe and then I might actually go use it. But it, it is Twitch TV slash Solus. Uh, was that underscore when it's a, the bottom yeah, line? Underscore. Yeah, underscore 64. Also, you can find me on my other podcast. It'd be like that. No, that's the name of the podcast. It'd be like that podcast. At <laughs> Facebook.com, you can find us uh, at Facebook.com slash IBLT Podcast. And on Twitter, at IBLT Podcast. Uh, just like this one, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, also, you can find us on Spreaker. Well, you know, that, that's almost relevant to the next thing I'm going to say, which is my newest podcast, Almost Relevant Podcast. Boo? Oh. We, we really need to stop these selfless plugs. No, um... Um, at almostrelevantpodcast.com or you can find us on Facebook as well we by the time this comes out we should be on iTunes um, we're not yet because uh, episode 3 is has out episode 4 will be I think it's episode 4 will be out um, around the same time as this episode have you and, guys been using that new mic you got? yeah um, both I of us you guys you can sit a little closer the, 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 the ones the one I listened to the I listened to like the first two Oh, I'll uh, have to listen to him. Um, I, I didn't finish the introduction. No, I did finish the introduction because it was only like 17 minutes or something. Yeah. Right? 
And then I listened to the Black Friday one, and it just seems like you guys are a little bit further from it. Yeah, and... it's hard to use the one mic. Uh, well, anyway, but yeah. Um, so... I'm just, oh, it's still, I'm like, check them out. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just <laughs> giving the suggestion since it, it's brought up. No, yeah, thank my... you, because I'll, I'll definitely go back. I'll make sure I listen to it and uh, assess that. Um, but basically, the Almost Relevant podcast, and this is the only time I'm going to go into more detail about it, is um, we pretty much cover any Almost Relevant topics, such as um, Black Friday, like he said, um, living in a different time era, um, cats on the internet, and um, Marvel Comics licensing issues and woes, and much, much more coming in 2015, including interviews with some... Um, so, uh, porno stars. Well, I was gonna say big names, but we haven't actually booked any of the big names yet. So we'll have interviews with interesting peoples, and hopefully by you know middle of the year or end of the year, we will we will have some uh, interviews with big names or not porno interviews, stars? but hey, maybe uh, not interviews per se, but actually they're gonna be co-hosting, guest hosting on it. Uh, and our, um, right here, Patrick of of this podcast will be on one of the upcoming episodes early in two thousand fifteen. So. Definitely look forward to that. Um, that was a debacle that day. What we were supposed to look up, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's that's what's coming um, for almost relevant podcast work. where we go go down any rabbit hole, no matter how deep. So it's like your theme song gonna be something with uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. I know. I was, we were thinking about doing something like that, like you know, something about rabbit hole and making it ourselves. But we ended up just going with a, a Creative Commons. Uh, so, well, speaking since we're doing our shuffle plugs, uh, speaking of music, if uh, on if you like that, we we've been fe- featuring a lot of local artists. So if you want your music to be played, we'll definitely play it on a, a break or um, ending credits. Oh, that's cool. That's that's awesome. I know you wouldn't know that since you don't listen. But anyways, go ahead. I do. I have listened to almost one full episode. Dick. Hey, you said you listened to just the introduction episode of mine. Uh, no, I listened and the Black Friday one. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I'm a half an episode behind. Um, so yeah, Nerdgasm Network. I still don't know what's going on with them. They have not recorded again, but uh, check out their backlog at nerdgasmnetwork.com. And same as Intrepid Audio Productions. Although I did notice that he put up a new episode. It was about the baseball trades, I believe. I have not listened to it yet. Yeah. Um, he put See, up... I, I. Go ahead. Um. I have been kind of busy with when it comes to podcasting, listening. Uh, of course, I just clicked on the link and it says we cannot find your request. So yeah, he has a new um, web page, and unfortunately, I don't have. I don't think they're at BeyondTheHeadset.co anymore, and that's the reason. I can um, find it for you. I know they're on but, Spreaker though. Um, what's it called? I've been listening to an old radio. Do you remember the Woody Show? They used to be on Live One Hundred Five. Yeah. Well, they're on in San and uh, L.A. now, and I've been listening. I listen to, like that's one of the main podcasts I listen to now. Oh, okay, but um, so it looks like they've moved, uh, maybe exclusively to Spreaker. So if you uh, want to listen to them, um, go ahead and go to Spreaker dot com slash user slash iap podcasts, and that's where they're at now. It looks like they're they're no longer um um. Beyond the Headset.co, they are now IAP podcasts. So there you go. Remember, I even said a while back, I was like, I bet you, even if he changes the name, I guess it's still CSU, it's still the same podcast, but it's a little different. Well, so that's weird. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't talked to him, um, and I know we, every week we're like, we'll talk to him, we'll talk to him, but um, 
Yeah. Because I just went on, it must be that link on, on our webpage. Because I just clicked on beyondtheheadset.co from his Twitter. Uh huh. And it came up. To Spreaker or to the actual website? To an actual website. Really? I clicked on it too, but, uh, well, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, oh, is that the, no? I don't know. No, actually, maybe not, because this one, the last update was on the 23rd. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know what the hell's going on. I'll have to get a hold of Matt. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a hold of him, and sorry about the confusion of, we do that every single week with, uh, Nergasm and Intrepid. Um, but it just goes to show you, uh, I mean, obviously Intrepid's still going, but, you know, it goes to show you that, um, podcasting isn't easy, and, and a lot of times, um, you know, podcasts go through a lot of hard times. And, uh, you know, thinking back to when we first started and when we first started networking, um, I don't know how many podcasts that we started partnering with that never even got to episode 10. So it shows a lot. Um, it makes that? me, huh? Which one didn't go to episode 10? Oh, I don't even remember the name. There was like two or three of them that I started partnering with. And I was like, well, we'll start promoting you guys. We'll start promoting you guys. And then never heard from them again. There was at least two or three. Um, that never got past one got to episode nine and the other got to like episode three. Um, and I was actually on one of them <laughs> that got to episode That's three. That's why. I know. Um, but so I'm really proud that we're, uh, we're just about to hit 170. I mean, it's, it's a major accomplishment and, and I will say, you know, it is a season to be thankful, even though it's past Thanksgiving. But, uh, if it wasn't for Patrick, I don't think KVGT would still be around. So I will say that. Thank you. Um, because I think you, that's probably right. No. Yeah, yeah, because you always push me. Even and I was telling Elliot this um, from uh, the other podcast, almost relevant. You're always pushing me, even if even if it's being a jerk. Sometimes you're always pushing me to make sure I get episodes up, make sure we record and everything. And without that, I, I honestly don't think that we would uh, still be around. So yeah, yeah. I know sometimes I can be a dick about it. It's just yeah. sometimes, sometimes I, I, I realize that. That's why I kind of, if you notice, I'll be like, "Hey, bro, what about the podcast? Yeah, hey, bro, you, you I try to be lot. cooler, and then it's, then it gets to a point when it's like." Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Well, that is our episode. I believe. Yeah, I think that... we need to close it up because Crystal's trying to sleep and she keeps looking at me every time I wake her up. I will say Tough that is shit, woman. That is the longest episode of the our, of the year, and it, it's basically the last one. So I think that's pretty pretty interesting. I think it was, and I really like it. To tell you the truth, I think we did a lot of more info shit than just us bullshitting trying to rush through a podcast. Yep, yep. Um, this episode will. Uh, be right around two and a half hours long so apologize for the long episode hopefully you stick in to it but yeah all right have a good night you have stuck a... into it <laughs> i'm tired okay you really had a little on that okay look. thank you for sticking around we hope you enjoyed the whole episode and we apologize for the late see you next year thank you bye-bye merry christmas yeah oh yeah merry christmas <laughs>